Maybe he's not seen other girls. Maybe he's just reanimating the dead in his garage. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to That Pretentious Book Club. This is a very, very special episode. Yeah, super special because we have our special holiday guest, Lexi Potter. Hi, guys. And she looks so hot today, you guys. Like, she just showed up and, like, and it was like this, like, the anticipation built is just what I'm going to say because her her camera didn't work, quote, unquote. She's like, oh, no, my camera's not working, you guys. (laughs) Trying to make an entrance. Yeah. And then she she did. Yeah. And then she, her camera finally turned on and I was, like, stunned. I was like, oh, my God. I forgot how hot she was. Shut up, beautiful ladies. You got your hair so hot on the Don't tell me nice things about me. (laughs) We're gonna anyway. I have to. (laughs) Thanks. But yeah, it's such a joy to have her here. It is. So excited Um, to be here. Thank you. I've been really looking forward to this one. I know, I have to. To be honest. Mostly because I was we had such fun with Dracula last year. I was like, this is We did. It feels like a million years ago. It does. That's We're all in different also, places. Yeah. It feels like yesterday and also a million years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess is just how time works now as yeah. adults. I guess so. Seems to be. We're almost in season five of the podcast now. And I'm like, we <gasps> just did season one. <laughs> yeah, that seems impossible, honestly. Yeah. It's crazy. Wait, that's cr- that's insane. Isn't it? This I is know. our second Congratulations, you guys. Of season four. Aww, Thank thanks, you. buddy. You've read so many books. <laughs> We really have. <laughs> it's true. A lot of books. We That's have. Really yeah. Do you remember any of the mash? No. I'll be honest. Oh, no. Get her ass. Do you remember? I was literally just like, that's why I don't know if you guys could. There was a bit of silence there for a moment because I had a blank stare where I was like, literally trying books? to remember what else we've read. And I was like, nothing. Nothing <laughs> ever. I don't know how to read. That is so silly. Oh Have I ever read a book in my life? I've just never read anything. I've never read anything, nope, you she's guys. actually illiterate. I'm a, <laughs> yeah, I'm illiterate and I am not qualified to host this podcast. She's been lying to you all. It's true. Yep. I, my husband's not literate either. He also can't read. So we're, you know, quite oh. the couple. Quite the <laughs> You guys really, that works out. I can't believe you just yeah. called him out on this podcast. Like that. Oh, he knows. Feels he like knows. that was a secret. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he was making me mad once, and so I told him to read my lips, and he said, I can't read. And I was like, oh, that's right. I forgot. (laughs) Mama, suck for you. (laughs) It was funny. Damn. Anyways, there's Dr. Spoon's Palermo. (laughs) Hi, hi, howdy. Yeah, Yeah, and over there is Asha O'Rourke, but you can call her Wheezy. It ain't easy being Wheezy. And we've already introduced her, but we're going to introduce her again, is Lexi Potter, a.k.a. the Holiday Fox. Hi, I love that. I love that (laughs) moniker. It's my favorite thing. The moniker. No one in my like adult life knows that I like foxes. I guess you're an adult college, but you know, (laughs) I'm not. That's 27. No one's like, here's a fox. Everyone's like, here's normal adult stuff. This is really good to know, actually, because like when I found find out like what kind of animal a friend likes, I'm like, okay, so from now on, every item I get you will be related to that animal somehow. And so yes. I stopped doing that because I assumed everybody was probably still just getting like Carissa really likes owls. And so I stopped getting her owl stuff because I was like, I bet she gets so much owl stuff. So I'm relieved to hear that. Your name in my phone is still Foxy. And I literally 
the other day, Javi was like, who are you podcasting with? And I was like, oh, Spoons and Foxy. And he was like, who? <laughs> I'm like, oh, What no. are their real names, Ash? <laughs> yeah. So I love renaming people. It makes me feel like I have power over their lives, you know, like a puppet master. You are no oh my longer God. your given name. I will give you one now. I have christened you. Foxy. Don't worry. It's <laughs> your Ash name, yeah. Well, we all waiting. know how you are with nicknames. Yes, we all obsessed. know that I just want one so bad. And uh, what one? I know. Which Apparently, one? that's not good enough. Which one? She wants another one. <laughs> Which one? Okay, Weezy. Oh. If I call you, um, I kind of picked that myself. Red. <gasps> I'm okay with hey, red. red. That's pretty cute. But here's the thing: someone that has to actually cute. use it because you're not the first person to propose a nickname for me. Like perhaps trash. Was that you who came up with trash? trash. Me? Somebody in college was me? like, it should be trash because it rhymes with ash. I think Trash. that was literally me. Oh, it was oh, you. Okay. I was like, As I don't kid. know. Yeah. Okay. I, were you <laughs> Ashhole? Maybe. Maybe. Were you the one who called me Ashhole in college? Somebody in college called me. <laughs> no, that. I think that was Marianne. Oh, but I do. It was it sounded funny. like a you joke. Or maybe I just remember <laughs> you laughing. At maybe it. I was. Um, I remember uh, what the hell, Ash. That was something that we said a lot. That was more like a catchphrase, more than a nickname. <laughs> what the hell, Ash? The catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. Of the college like, crew. It's a catchphrase. Every time you did anything. What the hell? Even if it was good, it was like, "What the hell, Ash?" That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know if it, we did that all the time, but I hear it in my mind forever. Yeah, that's good. When I hear your name, is it? No, I'm gonna call you hell, Red Ash? instead. I think it's cute. Red. Instead. I like it. I, like I think I'm surprised no one's ever called you that before. Yeah, you've been all here the for things. a long time. No, Scarlet Harlot, Scarlet Slut, um, many things in that vein. Never Red. <laughs> I have had red hair for what year is it? 2022, <laughs> my dear. <laughs> when did I start college? I don't know why I didn't answer the question. I was like, yeah, you can figure it out. I don't oh, know. I think we all made me feel crazy for a what second. I was like, it? right? <laughs> for the last, um, I think, six or seven years, I have had red hair. So, I don't know. Scarlet Harlot, I guess, is pretty good. Just good but no one actually fact. calls me that. They just say it when they're being funny. And I'm like, no, actually call me that. I will no, call I like you that it. if you want. I like it too. Like uh, spoons, I don't know how far you've read into because you're reading uh, the rewrite of my book that I finished that I finished rewriting, and I don't mm-hmm. know if you noticed so far, but like the one character has like six different nicknames, and I was just getting <laughs> it all out of my system. <laughs> so I feel like this is how it is. I am the god here. I can make as many as I want. <laughs> Nobody can stop me. No one can stop. Is this character like you? Is this like autobiographical um, character? I mean, sh- not. Not in, not on purpose, but in the sense that it's, it's a first-person POV, so of course they always kind of end up that way a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not a ton like me, but I was definitely like living through her and getting to enjoy all the nicknames. <laughs> That's awesome. There, there's like this Self-insert. cute, like uh, handsome rakish character who keeps calling her mm-hmm. nicknames, and everybody knows a nickname from a rake is like means more than like a nickname from somebody else. So it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's That's very so true. exciting. I want to yeah. read it. Yeah, I can send it to I'll you. Read if you want all to read the it. stuff you write if you if you want. If you want. I would love to. If you want, I would love to send it to you. I stopped asking a lot of people because I feel bad. I feel like they feel obligated to read it, and so I'm like, I don't want to make you feel like you have to read it. But if you want to read, it, I'm happy to send it to you. I want to read it. I'm a very okay. slow reader. Uh, it takes me forever. That's okay. But I want to read it. I think it's it took fun. me forever to read this teeny tiny book. Um, <laughs> so it really made me question my brain if it was yeah. still 
If it was still in there. If it was <laughs> still knocking around in there. Yeah, I still can feel it. Uh, yeah. I mean, same girl. <laughs> On that note, uh, this episode we're doing Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. Ah, yay! So good. Yay, yay, yay. I tried to make a, like a lightning bolt sound with my mouth, but I can't do that. So I was like, <laughs> which isn't very scary. <laughs> I think it was good. It was better than ka-chow, which ka-chow was is with. perfect. Um... <laughs> But it's not very scary. No. <laughs> Unless you no. don't like Owen Wilson. Um, <laughs> then it's terrifying. It's cowering in fear. That guy's so scary. Oh, my God. That's hysterical. <laughs> um, yeah, this book was not that long, but it did take me an- as much time to get through it as if it was a long book, I think, because the mm. language was, like, a lot more elevated than I was expecting, which I shouldn't have been surprised. Like, of course, it's Mary Shelley. Of course it was going to be. But... I was like, why isn't this really easy to read? (laughs) Zooming through. It was written in 1800, so why don't they speak the same as me? (laughs) I I am. What did I say instead of... um, a letter I said I called something oh. about mail the other day. Yeah, about, like, we were talking no. about a book, and in the book, the character sent a letter to somebody, and she was like, "So she sent off that email real quick." And like, like so I was so upset with myself. <laughs> really, I'm funny. still so upset like, about it. That's amazing. That's really silly. It's like the hashtag thing where people say hashtag instead of pound and then they get mad at themselves yeah. because yes. they're like, no, no, it's I'm a pound. too old to say yeah. hashtag. Yep. Yeah. Wow. You never, you ever just like hate yourself <laughs> just a little bit. Stop. I mean, yes, <laughs> but don't. Bit. Yeah. But, but don't we're do not that. doing that today. We're having fun today. No. no. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. Yes. You only can do that in the dark when you're by yourself. <laughs> In the dark when you're by yourself. That's probably when you shouldn't do that. Yeah, you're right. It's actually the worst time. Yeah, only oh, only sorry. loathe yourself in front of people who can correct you. Exactly. How has everybody's weeks been? It's been, I'm not going to lie to you guys, it's been a little rough out there getting a job that I care about in 2022. Uh-huh. But this is my informal resume for anyone who wants to hire me for anything. Um, <laughs> preferably like a voice acting or like publishing position, anything in a publishing company would be great. In case that doesn't work, I guess I have to continue just slogging on Indeed every single day, uh, which I guess is fine. <laughs> just uh-huh. go through it. <laughs> Gotta but, love Indeed. Yeah. Mostly this week, I was just trying to read this book. Had a lot of emotions with it because... I loved this book in high school and then I was like reading it and I was like, why am I having a harder time reading this than I did in high school? Am I dumber? Did I get dumber? (laughs) What happened? Did I like, what's going on? Am I just like 50 and I, or not 50, you could still use your brain at 50. Am I a hundred years old and I can't read anymore? Imagine being me. Okay. Imagine being me. I've never understood this. Imagine just being dumb your whole life through. You're not dumb. Don't say these things. I am. You had you had those yellow cords at graduation. Okay, you're not dumb. Yeah. Listen, Lexi, you've got a lot more going on in your life right now that is taking your Uh, attention other places. I'm sure. That's true. And I think you know. Also, you probably are like understanding things on a deeper level actually now than you thought you were when you were younger you probably read it and were like it was like i understand everything and now that you're older you're like 
wait, oh, yeah. wait, actually, I want to think more critically That's about funny. this. And it's making you yeah, think that, that you're dumber, dumber, but you're not. Like, you're actually I smarter. got this. I know everything. Don't <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to argue with everyone. <laughs> that was my impression of you in college, too. I was just like, yeah. so Lexi knows everything about every classic ever. What? Because every time we read a classic in school, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I already read it in high school. And then you showed me, like, your annotated copies from high school with, like, really intelligent annotations. And I, I was like, those. I just learned what annotated means. Like, <laughs> what is I this? went to a really pretentious high school. It's not your fault. I love that. Your high school is my dream. I want to send my children to a high school like that. Javi is so not in favor, but I really want to. I don't want them to be dummies. I don't want them to go to a Javi's high school. It teaches them to be like mean, like not mean to each other. It teaches them to compete. It's like I went to Chilton. I was about to say, it sounds like Chilton. But it was Christian (laughs) and it was tiny. I still don't Um, see a problem. Christian Chilton. Yeah. I love it. I still don't see a problem. Did I ever tell you guys? I don't mean, I've only been on this podcast twice but <laughs> did I tell you about when um it was my last couple days as a senior and it was the first graduating class of that school so they brought in like an in online ma- um magazine journalist to interview us and he said what's it like being at this tiny school blah 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 and they were like everyone else was like yeah it's crazy we're always in competition with each other and like we're trying to one-up each other and I was like you guys <laughs> We're competing this whole time. <laughs> I was just doing my best. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Ooh, I missed the like, oh, okay. We that's had different experiences. With any board game or game ever. <laughs> that's good, honestly. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, we were Ooh, playing Ooh, yeah, board yeah. games are hard because the whole time I don't care until I'm losing. And then I'm like, no, it's yep. too late. I can't win. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. I got a new game. You guys would both love this game, so we should all play it together. It's, um, it's, you guys have probably seen ads for it because I'm a huge sucker for like Instagram ads for stuff. It's like, it's like you get like a little magnetic board and you get like all those like word tiles and there's like a prompt. It's a little bit like apples to apples. So you like, you put down a prompt, like you have to tell your friend that you accidentally let their dog out of the house or something. And then you have to use the tiles that you have with those limited words to like put together a sentence. And it sounds just insane. And it's so funny. And so I'm very excited. It's like the only, and to me, no, I mean, I just have read a bunch of the options. So I'm like, ah, I see this is how it's played. So just looking at like people playing the game has been funny enough that I was like worth it. And it just now occurred to me that since it's a game, there's probably a way to win it. That it hadn't even occurred to me that it was like a win or lose thing. I was just like, that would be funny. I'm gonna do that. We have house rules where it's like nobody wins. We just I have love fun. that. <laughs> See, that sounds good to me. Javi would hate it, but <laughs> competitive. Yeah. Taylor is too. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, gross. It's really good at games. It's really annoying. I win. hate that. Yeah, I've been playing Disney Dreamlight Ugh. Valley, which I feel like you would really, really like, like, Lexi. <laughs> you played it. I. I I have complicated feelings if I want to play it or not. Yeah, uh, I didn't I want I to. One of my friends was playing it and I was like, okay, like it would be fun to play something someone else is playing. I'm always playing like weird games when I play games that no one's playing. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to give it a try. And I was like, it's like 30 bucks. And I was so unhappy about actually getting it. And then I was like, oh, my God, I can't stop. And I'm addicted 
addicted to this game now. <laughs> and Javi was like, that's stupid. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I think that him just hearing how far I've progressed in the game, though, has made him feel competitive. So he sent me a picture like last night, and he has a little avatar character in the game, and he's playing the game. And so he's been calling me to brag about stuff all day, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm still really far ahead of you. And I thought he was also either going to do it and just breeze through it to try and show me up, or he wasn't going to play it because he thought it was stupid. Now he's like super into it. This game is addicting. I'm not a Disney person. He's not a Disney person. I don't dislike Disney. I'm just not like a Disney identifying person, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I used are. to be that person. That's amazing. I'm not a Disney adult. Disney yeah, I'm not a Disney adult either. I like Disneyland because it's nostalgic and fun, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, I've Disney's never been. been pissing me off a little bit recently. Yes. So. Yeah. So I never would have picked Disney Dreamlight Valley to play, but it is very fun. Awesome. I have a problem. Yeah. I was going to say it's a cute bonding thing between <laughs> you and Hobby, but then it seems as if it's, it's, <laughs> so as it's if competitive. It's so is it tearing apart our marriage? <laughs> it's actually just competitive. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's pretty fun. It's, 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 it's more bonding than it is competition because how can you compete with someone who refuses to play with you? Like, I don't care. I, I'm not in competition with him. He's trying to compete with me. I don't care. So <laughs> you're just doing your thing. You're like, you're thinking ahead. You're on another level than everyone else. You're like, you can't beat me if I don't It's true. And I've always thought that. And people hate that hate that I say that. And I told Javi, I was like, wouldn't it be like an empty victory for you? And he was like, no. (laughs) So a win by any other name for him. (laughs) Yeah. What about you, Spoons? How's your week been? It's been fine. Just reading this book and doing school stuff. What was your favorite school thing? That oh, none this of it's week? been like good, but uh, <laughs> what was my favorite school thing that happened this week? Well, we did have a presentation this week, and it went all right, so that was pretty good. And and we were, I was really like, oh, please let us go first. I want to go first so bad, and we went first, and I was the first person to talk in the group, so I just got to chill out the whole rest of the class. That's the best. Great. That's way funny. To go. The best. There's a bit of like a harried, melancholy air to each of our weeks, it feels like, <laughs> which is actually not completely dissimilar from the weeks that preceded this book being written, which I'll get into in Ooh. the bio. And so I'm just like, we're actually accidentally still kind of in theme, even with our respective like levels of depression, <laughs> our respectively depression. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's I crazy. love this transition yeah. you're doing. I feel more connected. Yeah. Yeah, it's really Tell good. Tell us. Please was... tell us about the party that, or what was it, a writer's retreat? I vaguely know retreat. about this, but I don't know all of yes. it, so I want to hear. I, You guys, for Halloween, I decided to give you guys the special gift of my effort. Like, so I actually... Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh I actually researched, uh, like, in advance, like, which I always do, but I always take, like, very basic notes, and I'm like, that's good enough. Like, unless there's something, like, really scandalous I want to get into, which has not happened much recently at all. Um <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't authors more scandalous? I hate it. Anyways, oh, so um, there's not enough gossip. Um, but this one, I actually made an effort because I remembered there being some interesting stuff. And of course, like Frankenstein was written in out of a writing competition, which if you guys are literary nerds like all of us are. You probably know that. Um, so I'm going to give you guys uh, Mary Shelley's bio, Mary Wollstonecraft Shelley. Um, and then uh, within there, I will get into the crazy, like, candlelit storm party and weeks of depression that led to the competition that birthed this book. Oh, this is oh my gosh. this is like literary excellence is what it is. This like whole is. story is so iconic. It's so good. It's like the story of how this book was written could be an amazing 
novel. Yes. Like, somebody, I, I need somebody to write, Is like, there a movie a, or something? Like, I would love to see a movie. There should be. That'd be amazing. Yeah, if there's not one, there should be. Um, and it doesn't even have to specifically be about Mary Shelley, but about this group of people, because they're freaking insane. <laughs> so this is going to be really fun. Okay. I'm so excited. Um, I only know a little bit, so... Well, now I probably know just a little bit more, but um, nice. not. I, I went for the more scandalous stuff than the academic stuff, so <laughs> this is going to be And I don't fun. know anything. <laughs> oh, hell yes. Okay. So this will, this will be fun. So I got all of my information from Britannica.com, the British Library Online, and History.com. Nice. So uh, Mary Wollstonecraft Shelley, uh, originally Mary Wollstonecraft Godwin, was born August 30th, 1797 in London, England, making her a... Cancer? I don't know. I only know Lion and it's Leo. <laughs> Me. Literally. I only know Lion and Wait. You got this. Wait, wait, wait. Is, oh, wait. No, is, no, no. I know it. That's, is it wait, that's uh, my husband's birthday. Yeah. Is it Virgo? <laughs> it's Virgo. <laughs> Yay, Virgo. Wow. That was really funny for me. Goodness gracious. Um, okay. And so she was, Mary Shelley was the only daughter of radical philosopher William Godwin, who described his daughter as, quote, singularly bold, somewhat imperious, and active of mind, end quote. So I feel like that's a really nice quote from your father. <laughs> I would like that. Um, her mother, who passed away only days after she was born, which is very sad, uh, was a uh, famous women's rights activist, Mary Wollstonecraft. Um and then uh, Mary grew up with five kind of related siblings in the Godwin's household. Uh, I didn't get a lot of detail on that, but it sounds like maybe cousins and or like family friends, like kids who needed a home kind of all ended up being siblings. So being like pseudo siblings in her house, which is kind of cute oh. and um, is kind of like there's a little bit of that echoed in Frankenstein, actually. So. That's that. Uh, here's where the scandal starts. And this is easily what Mary Shelley in her personal life is most known for. So uh, she got the name Shelley uh, by uh, the famous poet Percy Shelley. Uh, Percy Blood. Ble- I can't say his middle name. I don't know how you're supposed to say it. Uh, anyway, so they met um, and in 1812 eloped. Sorry, they met in 1812 and then they eloped to France in July of 18, 1814 when she was 16 years old. Um Here's the not great part. Percy Shelley was already Whoa. married at the time, which I did not know somehow. <laughs> Percy. Yeah. What and so are you doing? it gets worse. Wow. It's just going to get worse and worse and worse. So the couple were first married in 1816 after Percy Shelley's first wife had committed suicide. <gasps> oh, my. So it's oh, really, no. really bad. Um, the internet says that they had several children of whom only one survived, but I only found the name of one. And if they weren't, they weren't really together for all that long before he died. So I don't, I don't know. Um, but anyways, mm-hmm. so Frankenstein and some other stuff, like their whole story started because they had a ghostwriting contest on a stormy night, June, a stormy June night in 1816 on Lake Geneva, Switzerland, which is, you know, part of the setting in uh, Frankenstein. So it was inspired by that she was 19 years old at the time mm-hmm. which is mind-blowing to me that is crazy um and she it's so frankenstein is often called the first true science fiction novel and correct me if i'm wrong isn't mary shelley the one that's been called the mother of science fiction yeah yeah if you I google so. it that's what comes yeah. up i did it earlier today oh see so i'm not crazy <laughs> i meant to double Good check that I didn't. see i didn't like pull in pour in like 
full effort. I just did like 80% maybe. <laughs> no, no, no. My brain was like, do this. 80%. Ash might not have. No, I'm just kidding. I no, just, I appreciate that. It was a this sense. Is why, <laughs> this kidding. is why we were such a good team in college. <laughs> you were like, I actually know things. And I was like, I'll no. act like I know things. <laughs> no, I think I was just easily distracted. I also looked up uh, how many miles are in a league while I was reading today. Because I was how just many? like, um, I don't remember, but I looked up how many miles are in 200. Wait, 20,000 leagues? That's the Oh, like right, 20,000 20, leagues. leagues. Yeah. And it's 34,000 oh, 20, yeah. give or take. So that's the only part I remember. It's because the last oh. thing I looked up. <laughs> I don't remember the rest. What? Oh, my God. <gasps> Wait, no, there's there's five point whatever kilometers in a league. I did it. I figured it out. Wow. There's like 0.6 miles on a kilometer. Wow, league I've never remembered so anything. so much more well, impressive. Why do we stop okay. saying leagues? Well, it's, it's nautical. So I guess you might still say it if you're yeah. on the sea a mm. lot. If you're in a I, submarine or something. You guys have seen How I Met Your Mother, correct? Yeah. I'm just going to become like, okay, well, there's this character named oh. the captain. <laughs> and, captain. Um, <laughs> the captain. And he's this guy who uses like all nautical language and he's obsessed with boats and he's super rich. And he just says like, boats. yeah, <laughs> boats, boats, boats. Um, <laughs> God, I love How I Met Your Mother. It's another How I Met Your Mother thing. I'm so sorry. It is. Yeah. Um, they end up getting together. <laughs> boats, 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 girl and the captain, which makes sense. Uh, but anyways, I bet he says leak. That's where I was going with. But, you know, Spoons, just, you, you haven't sorry. seen it. So your lack of understanding <laughs> just. I I mean, I think I get it now. That sounds it, like a it's funny like pretty good. The bits <laughs> on it are really good. Yes. Yeah, see, I think that everyone hated the ending so much that then I was just, like, well, now I won't watch it. You just don't watch bad. the last it season. Bad, so. It doesn't end bad. It does. So there was no not. way it was going to end in a satisfying way. It ended well. It just wasn't satisfying. It, it wasn't was going to be satisfying. stupid and dumb. Well, how is that? <laughs> That's not I, There was no, from the start of that, of the show, I was like, there's like one of two ways to end this and neither are going to be great. Well, they didn't, this is not on topic at all but they didn't know i guess that it was going to run that long so they had yeah. to like keep adding stuff yeah to make it make sense yeah um but yeah well, my I husband and i it. watch it and we get mad at the end every time oh really uh, hobby acts like uh hobby <laughs> likes to say i have no good taste in shows but every time i'm watching how i met your mother and he's home he's like looking over his shoulder and he'll be gaming and all of a sudden like barney will say something in the episode and he'll start cracking up and i'm like what are you laughing at, Hobby? And he's like, that guy, that guy in the show. And I'm like, Barney? And it's always Barney. He thinks Barney's no, so funny. No, it's always Barney. It's always Barney. I was like, bro. That is not so to, like, necessary. red flag your husband. And that's a red flag. I'm no, just kidding. No, it's a massive red flag. No. And then Barney will say something skeevy about a girl. And Hobby will go, hell yeah. And I'm like, stop that. Absolutely. You're not in support of Barney. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. It's annoying because yeah. you like Barney. As you watch it more and more, you're yeah. like, I do like Barney. But yeah. he says But he's the still worst a red things. flag factory. Like, he's oh, yeah. still, yeah. 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 Yeah, Javi anyway. relates to that. Anyways, I guess back to Hopefully Marie that Shelley. was enough to make you want to watch it, Kendall. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting it on my queue right nice. now. <laughs> oh, look, and I can uh, I can even draw this back into our conversations. Speaking of red flag factory, Lord Byron's ah! about to get involved in the story. Lord Byron! <laughs> amazing, amazing. <laughs> That was the perfect transition, Ash. I thought so. So anyways, uh, Mary had been traveling with her lover, Percy Shelley, uh, their four-month-old baby and her stepsister, Claire Claremont. At this time, I don't believe they were married, but they had a four-month-old baby. So that was a a long affair. Uh, Anyways, at the time, her stepsister, Claire, was pregnant with Lord Byron's child. Okay. Um, (laughs) 
And if you guys don't, if you guys don't know much about Lord Byron, he's basically known for being a. Um, I'm going to facetiously say a big old slut. Like he is known for. <laughs> he's had so many affairs, and he was like not ashamed. Like so many affairs in England. So, and he's also a famous poet. So that's kind of what he's known for. Um, it's so weird when I visited his house in England, they didn't talk about that. That's so uh, oh, weird that England's not that uh, <laughs> proud of that, of their <laughs> national hero, Lord Byron. He had so many affairs in this house. <laughs> <It's crazy>. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, so Lord Byron had recently just divorced his wife and rumor had it continued an affair with his own half sister. So that was apparently happening. <gasps> No, please say psych. Please say psych. (laughs) We've talked about cousin lovers a lot, but we haven't talked about half sibling lovers, which I feel like. I know England is small, but like it can't be that small. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way it is. No. um, So Byron was with the group, you know, with Claire, who he's not actually with anymore. He just impregnated her and now he's dating his half sister. He left them. They go to Geneva. And then Byron actually shows up at Geneva and he's like, hey, besties, time to party. And Claire's like, F my life. So apparently she was not pleased about that arrival. And I was like, yeah, he sucks. (laughs) So um, and this is going to make you not like Percy Shelley very much. He and Byron became absolute best friends. Like they were total best. Um, so that's going on this whole time. I think I already don't like Percy. I know. Okay. Yeah, I. You didn't really have to. Yeah. I don't know. Me, I so. just. I. I don't really like him. But Lord Byron, I've always thought is so much worse. But after this, I'm like, okay. So Percy kind of sucks too. Like England's <laughs> England's male poets at this time were sketchy to say the very least. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. We don't trust like, them. You don't trust them. They with were your so sister. good with words that they could so. just. They thought they could do anything. Yeah, and so yep. bad with women. So so bad. <laughs> oh lord. Anyway, so uh, during this time, like when they went to Geneva, they were all on vacation. But right around that time, there had been a really big volcanic eruption at Mount Tambora. And so the weather was really, really bad that year because there was so much ash in the air, I guess. And so there was like, it was really dark a lot of days. There were some, um, there was a lot of um, like, I don't know about famine. Like, I don't know if it's at the level of famine, but there was a lot of um, starvation going on because with the sun blocked the crops were dying and stuff. So it was just like a really bad, you know, couple years following that eruption, which I did not know um, was a part of it. But basically that led to them spending almost all of their vacation time indoors. So they were all like staying at these couple <laughs> villas, I know, around Lake Geneva. And they would, um, oh God. yeah, so they would all just kind of like hang out at each other's villas inside, but rarely outside because of the horrible weather. Uh, and there was a lot of storms that year, too, which yeah. is... Poor Claire. Yeah. Oh, my God. Claire. Also, poor Mary Shelley. She had to basically... This is what they would do. They would all just, like, hang out together, mostly at the place that Lord Byron was renting, um, which was, like, this big fancy villa or whatever. He was there with his personal doctor, John Polidori, who was harassing Mary Shelley what, because he was, like, obsessed with her. So that's gross. Um, and so uh, they were all just hanging out. Poor Mary Shelley with her lover, Percy, Claire, her pregnant like stepsister and Claire's the baby daddy, Lord Byron and <laughs> Percy and Byron are buds and creepy John Polidori is all hitting on Mary. And the women just had to sit there in silence while the men would just talk about like 
I guess at the time, like reanimation and life after death was a really big conversation in like their social circles, like the uppity social mm-hmm. circles. So there was a lot of that conversation, like around the fire with the storms outside, like that's the vibe. And they would just do that. Like every <laughs> night they would just like sit around and like tell ghost stories and like chat about stuff like that. And um, that's fun. yeah. And but Mary uh, described herself as a silent observer, which I mean, you're just like, oh, this sucks for you and any woman who has to sit through this insufferable conversation with these insufferable tools. (laughs) God, poor Mary. You know, she deserved to win this contest. She really, really did. Um, So tensions between all of them became pretty tense, not shockingly, in this condition. Um, Byron was annoyed, apparently, by Claire's attempts to uh, enchant him. Apparently, Claire wanted him back at some point. I don't know why she'd want him back. Maybe she was like, I would sure, sure would like it if my baby would have a father. Um, yeah. You know, it was the hormones. It was the baby. Hormones. It was probably the, the and then Mary had to fight <laughs> off, quote, sexual advances from Dr. John Polidori. So oh I'm gosh. like, uh, great. Percy, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing right now? And then this is just this is all it said about Percy. And this is a direct quote from the article. Percy was depressed. Uh, so, oh no. uh, uh, so I bet they all were. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I was like, yeah, I bet Claire and Mary were depressed too, you guys. Like, this is not all about the boys. But um, anyways, <laughs> uh, so there was a point where three days of rain had trapped them inside the villa. And so they're all hanging out by candlelight telling horror stories. And um, Byron decided to challenge everybody to write a ghost story that was better than the ones they, that they'd just been reading. So this is weird. So... Polidori, we'll go with his first. He finished his ghost story first. Um, It was a novella called The Vampire, spelled with the Y, you know, because it's cooler. Uh, Mm -hmm. Published in 1819, it was considered the first work of fiction to include a blood-sucking hero. That's another quote from the article. Um, But here's the crazy thing. Many people think that the vampire, this, like, heroic, handsome vampire character, was based on Lord Byron himself. So I'm like, John, who did you really, who were you really there for? Yeah. Was it really for (laughs) Mary? (laughs) I think it might have been. She's overcompensating. That's why she didn't mind. As much as she's like, I got you. Oh, she totally knew. She was like, listen. (laughs) She's like, what? She's like, please. She's a quiet observer. You could do better, but. Yeah, she's like, like, I don't want to be your beard. Please just leave me alone. That'd be nice. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so apparently at first, Mary really struggled to come up with a topic for her story. And they kept asking her like night after night, like, what are you going to do for your ghost story? And she's like, yo, I'm still thinking about it. Leave me alone. God. And so she was looking out the window one night and lightning flashed. And she said that she saw, quote, the hideous phantasm of a man stretched out and then on the working of some powerful engine show signs of life. So even the way that she, like, recounts her own life is so, like, the language is so elevated. I had to reread the quote, like, three times to be like, what is she saying? What is she (laughs) saying? The brain is so good. Yeah, so that is what inspired her book, Frankenstein, or the Modern Prometheus, um, which incorporated the kind of creepy setting of the villa where the doctor and Lord Byron, and they spent a lot of time, and the really morbid conversations all the men were having. Um, The story, obviously, you guys have read it, so if you guys have not read the story, listeners, um, the kind of themes of the story revolve around the idea of like what happens when men pretend to be gods and uh the quote from this article that i had to put in directly because it was so good it said inspired perhaps by the hubris of the company she kept in switzerland (laughs) yeah perhaps perhaps gee i wonder um so it was superficially a gothic novel considered a gothic novel um influenced by the experiments of luigi galvani and i this one i actually did mean to do put in the effort i meant to look up luigi galvani can y'all look him up i just want to know if he experimented on dead bodies 
That'd be great. Um, thank you. <laughs> Anyways, so things did not end happily for most of the vacationing crew. Because, you know, they've been having such a fun vacation already. Things got worse. <laughs> um, well, not for Mary. Things got better for Mary. Uh, her book was published in 1818 and was both then and now considered revolutionary to the art of literature. Polidori also ended up committing suicide in 1821, which is... Oh, my God. Yeah, this is really sad. Then Percy Shelley drowned during a freak storm in 1822. He was only 29 years old. That was just a few oh years gosh. after. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it's crazy. Okay, great. Um, and then Byron took the daughter that he had with Claire, Allegra, and took her away from her mom, sent her to a convent where she died at the age of five in 1822. Oh yeah, and then Byron died in 1824 after contracting a fever. I feel like they called down a curse upon themselves or something. Only Mary and Claire <laughs> lived past the age of 50. Um, and wow. all of those deaths happened within like a few years after this whole like weird that's Switzerland crazy. thing. It's crazy. That is really weird. Yeah. There's a part of me that's like, that's weird. And there's a part of me of like, people didn't live very long then. But I want, I want to believe it was a curse thing. But like all of those were like freak accidents yeah, that's or weird. like that's true. suicide. It's so weird. it's like different than like just getting, just getting sick. Well, except for like, somebody got sick. Yeah. Byron got, got sick, a fever, but. I mean, it was just, it was still weird that the whole crew was, was pretty much wiped out within a few years of writing That is stories. weird. They're witches. Also, <laughs> yeah, I looked up Luigi. I did too. Um, okay. Oh, good. Oh, Tell okay. Me about him. Well, it says that he uh, studied animal electricity and he and his wife, Lucia, or Lucia, Lucia. discovered that the muscles of dead frogs' legs twitched when struck by an electrical spark. Like gross. Okay, I'm guessing that. So sounds like that was. Yeah. So apparently that inspired her books. I'm I'm guessing that was one of the frequent topics of conversation around the fireplace with all the men. They were like, "Oh, have you seen about that that work that Luigi guy is doing? Ah, yes, (laughs) amazing work that man. What a genius! (laughs) Only a man could have discovered such a thing. (laughs) Yeah. How much you want to bet it was all Lucia? (laughs) Right. Right. Probably. I'm pretty sure that Percy wrote like a um, like a forward to Frankenstein that made it seem like he wrote it or something stupid. Did he? Or he was like, I don't know. I just I that was a, literally a, bl- a blurb that I saw. So maybe oh that's not God. true. But I'm like, of course. Yeah. Like, I, I would not be surprised. If true, I'm so mad. If true, I'm <laughs> so true. mad, but not surprised. Um, so after Percy's death in, what was it? 1822, is that what I said? Yeah, 1822. She returned to England and... Um, she pursued the rest of her career as a successful novelist, biographer, travel writer. She also edited and promoted her husband's poems and other writings posthumously. So I think she really liked the guy. I think that their decision making wasn't excellent, but she seems to have really cared about him. And I mean, he just seemed a little, you know, foolish. And also he was depressed. <laughs> so he had a lot. He had a lot he was working through, man. There was a lot going on yeah. at this Geneva party. Yes. Like, there was just a lot to deal with. There was. <laughs> I feel like this is either like they called down a curse or like somebody was murdered and like they all knew it happened. They all had to like <gasps> be part of the cover up and then someone started picking them off, you know? Like I know what you did last summer. Like yes. That. Just like yes. that. Just like that. Oh, wow. I feel like it's that kind of trope. It's either that <laughs> or a curse. Did. Yeah. So. I mean, it was like weird and stormy and dark all year, and they were all trapped over there. I feel like maybe there was another one. Maybe there was somebody else involved in those parties, and we just don't know them because they they were murdered. Lord Byron probably I killed them. I used to believe them. that now. Lord Byron definitely killed them, <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah, hundred um, percent. And then uh, Palidori definitely helped him like cut up and hide the body. 
Yep. And then the rest were oh, just like, totally. I guess we'll help you. I guess whatever. because we yeah. don't want to all go down for this Claire murder. was like, Mary, please. Like, I really like him. I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> Mary, I really think you could change him. <laughs> Mary's like, oh my gosh, please. She's like, please okay, I guess, I guess I will. I guess I'll play along The thing with that this. I think is so crazy about Lord Byron is that his, he had, his daughter is Ada Lovelace. That is crazy. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. Mother of computing basically it's so <laughs> like, weird and he had another daughter allegra isn't that weird didn't make it which is so sad Aww. yeah i wonder what allegra yeah that done. is sad well, anyways yeah. sad she would have created a allergy medicine that's what i was gonna say yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyways so uh frankenstein or the modern prometheus was first published in 1818 and revised in 1831 she wrote several other novels as well but one published in 1826 called the last man um which is apparently an account of the future destruction of the human race by a plague interesting is considered her best work which i had never heard of it so that's interesting Uh, but frankenstein is her most well-known work um she also wrote a travel book called History of a Six Weeks Tour, which recounted the tour that she and uh, Shelley took when they eloped in 1814, as well as some recounts of their summer in Geneva in 1816. So, oh, interesting. Oh. Yeah. Uh, going to scour those. I know, right? I'm like, I need <laughs> the clues. I want to know what really happened. <laughs> I know what you did last summer in Geneva. <laughs> um, so Mary Shelley passed away on February 1st, 1851, of a brain tumor. She was 53 years old, and that happened in London, England. And that's, wow. That's everything I got. Good job, Ash. Yay. That was excellent. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. I thought it was good. I Because I, I enjoyed the scandal. There's not always scandalous stuff to share. Yeah. But it was I mean, spooky. Is... It was scandalous. It's exactly yeah. what you want for Halloween. Everything you want. Exactly. Yeah. Hey club members, Ash here. I wanted to take a minute to tell you about my friend Leah. We used to teach youth theater together and she has the most beautiful voice that you've ever heard and she is such an inspiration to the kids, to me, she still is, and I've never seen anyone love their family so hard. Recently, Leah's husband was diagnosed with liver cancer and he's already undergone surgery and is now going through chemo, which as you guys can imagine is extremely stressful and also expensive. The good news is that GoFundMe exists and also that we have a book club full of this amazing group of readers, easily the best group of people that I've ever met in my entire life. We've told you guys before how grateful we are to you guys. You guys are what make this whole thing we've been doing for over a year now so special. And I just wanted to ask if you guys have any extra money you could spare right now, if you could skip coffee or tea. I know a lot of us are tea drinkers. Just once this week to send some money their way, that would be amazing. I know that cancer is something that has touched all of our lives in one way or another and is really intimately messing with Leah and Jacob's life and family right now. Um, So if you guys could keep them in your thoughts, your prayers, if you can't send money, I completely understand. But if you guys can, whatever you can give, I would be so grateful. I know they would be so grateful. Leah and her family have set a goal of raising $20,000 and they're already almost halfway there. Uh, So if you guys find any room in your heart or in your wallet this week to give to them, that would just be amazing. I would love to get them to that $20,000, which as you can imagine is probably more like a drop in the bucket with this kind of thing, but still a drop that would mean the world to them and to me. So thank you guys for not skipping through this. Thank you for listening to my long diatribe. Uh, The link is in the show notes below if you want to give for medical and expenses for Jacob Schumacher at GoFundMe.com. And uh, now let's get back to the show. 
Don't you love that she came up with it literally on a dark and stormy night? Yes. Like, that is so exciting. I do. I also her. love that, like, these men who have been like, oh, good sir, good day. I'm so smart. You're so smart. Aren't men just the best? And then she just, like, blew him out of the water with this amazing yes. story. Yeah. I, I just love that for makes her. me so happy. She's good amazing. for her. She's my yeah, hero. she was just like, oh, I'm just going to, like, um, invent science fiction real quick. Casually, the age it. of 19. Like, Don't even worry. I got this. <laughs> the age of 19. Yeah, I can't imagine. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, trying to know. think of something new is so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, yeah, she wrote, like, one of the most famous works of literature of all time at, like, 19. Yeah, <laughs> that insane. is crazy. It's mind-blowing. Okay, do you want to talk about it? Okay, let's talk about it. <laughs> do you want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. Guys, do you like my cover? By I way? love Beautiful. that. That's gorgeous. I did not get a really so pretty copy. I got like a, I got like a decent copy. <gasps> you have a too. I don't really know why a hand sticking out of the ground as if it were about zombies, but I do uh, like it. The I cover like designer it hasn't cool. actually read the book. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's good though. I still like yeah, it. They even um, read it. <laughs> well, <laughs> honestly, this book is like pretty different than you would expect. I don't know if you've never read it. You just kind yeah. of know vaguely about Frankenstein. I promise it's so, so different than you guys think It's it like is. so different. I was like, wait, so, what? <laughs> yeah. So what I thought was so fun was that it's actually like a frame story. So mm-hmm. the um, there's this guy. Um, his name is. Is his name Walter? <laughs> Why do I want to say that? Walton. 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 Like, because Walter's a real Walton. name. And Walton right. <laughs> so Walton is like the captain of this ship and they're in like the Arctic or something. And um, there's all these, um, he's writing letters to his sister and the ship comes upon this guy who's on this sled and they're like hello what are you doing and he's like starving to death and dying and he's like um nothing (laughs) and they're like all right well come on board so they get him on board and he like you know is very sickly and has been obviously in the cold and stuff forever yeah and he tells walton this crazy story this is victor frankenstein who is the main character um and so Basically, um, Frankenstein. <laughs> I, even, I can't even. I just hate this guy so much. I know. I, I know. Deal. The amount of times I that I skipped him. him speaking. Wait, who do yes. we think? Um, who do we think Frankenstein? Who do you think Mary Shelley based Frankenstein off? Out of her little crew. <laughs> Oh God! I, mean, I want to say Byron. But he's not. An, he's not a science guy. Maybe the yeah, doctor could have been the doctor. Apparently, she was pretty Polidori. fed up with him. So that makes a lot of sense. Maybe so. Um, so we start with like Frankenstein's. Let me tell you about my childhood. And if I was Walton, I'd be like, please don't. I do not care. But he did anyway. <laughs> yeah, so- it really took me out of it a lot. Where I was like, yeah. this man's just sitting here listening to yeah. all this. Yes. Yeah, forever. Also, like, because we know like a dead guy is gonna come back to life, so we're like, okay, let's get to that. Like, <laughs> yes. skip all this childhood stuff. Yeah. But basically, uh, Frankenstein had like a pretty good childhood. His parents were like loving and nice and everything, and he they adopted also this little girl. Like, 
to kind of be his sister slash future wife, which is weird, but not okay. okay. Um, <laughs> we don't approve. Elizabeth. No. Uh, yeah, I'm like, this is basically incest, right? This like, is basically, let's, aside let's from not... like biologically, in every other way, it's but biologically, weird. It's they were raised together. Like, it's weird. But anyway, as he got older, he kind of got into like weird science stuff mm-hmm. basically pseudoscience <laughs> he was like what if alchemy and everyone's like um that's fake and he's like i'm really into it i've been so... watching um full metal alchemist while reading this book so i was oh like oh, oh no this that's different hey 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 <laughs> i know um, this is <laughs> i know that so uh he kind of he's like what if i could <laughs> be like really awesome (laughs) i can't even say it he's so embarrassing he's like what if i could bring like dead stuff to life and so he just starts working on it and uh, he's working on it i love that you think it's embarrassing instead of just horror i was like oh that's awful and horrifying you're like that's embarrassing frankenstein honestly frank (laughs) Yeah, because he has, like, no self-awareness. Like, anyone else would have been like, maybe I just won't do this. But he's like, what if I could do this? And never stop to think, should I? You know? No, V. Frank has absolutely no self-awareness. And no, no like, real social skills. And, like, no forethought at all. He has no, like, yeah. There's really nothing interesting about him. There's really and then not. The only thing interesting is that he's like, I figured out how to bring people to life, and it's like, but you shouldn't have done but that. You yeah, have, like the one interesting thing about you, you should yeah. not have ever done. Yeah, no. he's like, I just yeah. really want to have something cool, you know. Lord Byron's like known for his affairs and shit. Like, I just want to be known for something. <laughs> yeah, I'll be the guy who brings the dead people back to life. That'll be oh me. My God. I also like to think that the whole time that Doctor, what's his name, uh, P- oh, Polidori, Polidori, yeah, <laughs> he was like, my childhood was so cool. My family is the best. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then she's like, oh well, that doesn't mean a thing, my dear. <laughs> Yeah, I bet you're, but you're still a freaking weirdo. You're still the worst, apparently. Like, why are you like that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, really, what's your excuse now? Like, you just get, told yeah. me you have no excuse for being this way. Great. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so Frankenstein, uh, he <laughs> takes dead body parts and Legos together a guy. Yeah. And he's like, he's going to be eight feet tall and he's going to be awesome. And he's going to be the coolest guy ever. And oh, the thing Frankie. that kills me is that he literally put all of it together, knew exactly what he was going to look like and was really hoping it would work. And then the second it works, he's like, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he literally I'm like, did you, it first. You did it. Like, <laughs> what did you think? There was an interesting thing in this book where there was a lot of emphasis on obviously looks because yeah. he's yeah. terrifying to look at. But he's like, I'll take all these handsome, like attractive body parts and I'll put them together and that will create one full attractive being. Mm, it's like yeah. that doesn't make sense if the skin moves around when you move the stuff like that does if you can see the muscle still it's not cute it's, it's not, not cute. a good look <laughs> ew it's not a hot take uh frankenstein's monster not that cute not also, his cute. lips are black so that's super weird yeah, his eyes are like, like all white and it's milky dead flesh so yeah. it's like gonna be weird looking should have yeah. figured that one out pal what no seriously and then like what dr was frankie thinking? was like shocked he was like oh my god ew and i'm like you, you like were, no 
Did you not look I at was, him before you turned on the electricity? Like I was so pissed off. Because the, the second he sees him, he like doesn't do anything. He just like freaks out and runs into the other room, yep. then freaks out more, and then takes a nap. And yep, then he's I, like... Yeah. If my mom ran away from me my whole life, I'd probably kill someone too. Like, yeah. I mean, I, you know, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to say it. Nature I, versus nurture. I don't know. So yeah. true. And like, true. I know we'll get there, but I'm completely on the monster's side on everything. I'm like, listen, I don't care if you commit atrocities. I am on your side and I agree with you. This is like the <laughs> Scarlet Witch wrong. argument. It's like... It's fine. You're upset. You can kill people if you yeah. want. I get it. Yeah, literally. I get it. She's fine, you guys. Fine. <laughs> Everyone makes mistakes, okay? That's also the argument that us Loki lovers used to make. We're like, it's okay <laughs> that he killed like a ton of people. You guys, he's, he's still growing, okay? Like, Y'all really were like that. <laughs> you watched that one video clip and... Loki the show and now he's good it's fine yeah he's, he's fine now. guys he's good now nothing else he did in the past matters okay. he saw the way he was gonna die and was like no thank you, guys, you. Anyway, he had it sorry. rough he was adopted okay adopted <laughs> no one was nice to him and I know this is the same argument that the phantom from phantom of the opera made but I'm still like no he sucks the monster rules Interesting. I can't decide why, why but that's that is how so I feel. funny that's an interest. I want. I wish I knew why. Because that's think, so interesting. I mean, I think I can have I agree. more empathy with the monster. I think with with yeah. Doctor Frankie, it's like you had the best of circumstances, a reasonably intelligent mind. You had friends, and you just chose to do something horrific with your all your potential. Now, poor poor Frankenstein's monster over here, monster guy, and we'll get into it more in the plot. But he basically he ends up learning language and becoming really eloquent, and he's really just trying to do his damnedest. Like he's trying to do his best, but because he's so terrifying to look at, it's not working out for him. He's still like getting chased out of everywhere. Yeah, so he like so he gives the people who treat him horribly so many chances to accept him before he's like, mm-hmm. fine, I'm just gonna become the villain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am the villain. It's like the Mother Gotha line. <laughs> now I'm the bad guy. Exactly. Yeah, right. exactly. Make me your villain. They did. <laughs> he did. Yeah. 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 And I, so yeah, well, I mean, we'll get to that, but yeah, agreed. I'm yeah. like, I don't know. And also, it's not acceptable, I've, but you can have empathy for it. Whereas Dr. Frank, he was unacceptable and I have no empathy. Yeah. I think yeah. it's because I hate Frankenstein so much that I like the monster. Like yeah. maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm, you're like, I, I only, why. I have a limited amount of hate. I have to like dull it out. I, have to decide. I can't hate both of them. I have to pick a side. What's so, weird is that I feel like, sorry, this is another thing, but no, I feel like it. the voices are different. Obviously, authors, I've never written a fiction story. I mean, I guess I have, but I don't. I don't <laughs> like, like a them. liar. <laughs> I, I have, but I don't like it. <laughs> I like nonfiction better. But mm-hmm. I, I know that when you write a thing, your characters have different voices. So you, you write as if you have, they are speaking in yeah. different ways because their brains are different. Ugh. But I liked the way the monster spoke and I thought better than 
Dr. Frankenstein. So, and so much. So much more I would more skip so. everything Dr. Frankenstein was saying. Yeah. Most of the time, I was like, I don't care. Get on with it, please. <laughs> yeah, you're like, get, to the, so get to the part where you made the monster, screwed everything up, and how are we going to fix it? That's all Every I Every single about. time, he was like, upset, fell asleep, was fine. Uh, upset, fell asleep, was fine. Over and over. It was like 10 <laughs> times. I'm just like, okay, I get it. Like, you like nature, shut up. <laughs> you, you like really naps. Though, he did. He took a lot of naps. Um, pity naps, honestly. I guess. Yeah. They were like, like self-pity naps it was yes like, that's the thing that bothered me so much is that he is so like oh self-pity. poor me and i'm like maybe you could have like done anything anything you know instead of just be feeling bad for yourself for something you did yeah and also <laughs> like he does this later when i mean spoiler not spoiler the frankenstein's monster kills people and there are a couple of those deaths like frankenstein could have like he either could have prevented and or prevented other people from being held responsible for and prevented other innocent deaths and he didn't and he's like oh my god it's all the monster's fault and I'm like bro he really is is. he's so selfish he is Uh, okay I'm so glad we're all ragging on him yeah Uh, so So when he comes back out he's like oh god Um, oh no he leaves the house anyway and then his friend Henry is around and Henry's like let me come see your apartment and Frankenstein's like oh okay so he goes back up the monster's gone and he's like oh thank god he's like that worked out well for me moving on with my life that's awesome nothing ever happened yep I never did that nope uh so then he's hanging out with Henry for a while Mm -hmm. then he ends up um getting sick yeah and he uh gets a letter though later that his little brother has been murdered and so he's like, oh, my God, what the hell? He goes oh, so to his upsetting. family's house. They're like, yep, well, little William was murdered. Uh, he was like a child. And they're like, we think it was this lady who lives in the house. But she's like their family friend or something. Justine. Justine. Justine yeah. Who hasn't and, done anything wrong ever. Has done nothing ever in her whole life. Ever. Yeah. And Frankenstein was like, oh, my God, because he went into the woods and saw the monster. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it was not Justine. It was totally the monster. Justine goes to, like, court for it because they found evidence that she'd committed the crime. Frankenstein the whole time is like, well, I know it wasn't her. I yep. know for a fact it wasn't her. Yep. But I can't say anything or people will think I'm crazy. So he says nothing. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, better that a woman dies innocently than anyone think I'm crazy. This whole time, though, he doesn't even think, like, oh, she might die. It's always, like, oh, it'll work out. Yeah. Somehow it'll be fine. It's so weird. This man is, like, really intelligent in, like, exactly one way. And really stupid in literally every other way. The one way is creating atrocities. Yeah. (laughs) He has one talent. His resume is one skill. (laughs) Bringing inanimate flesh back to life. Reanimating uh, dead things, yeah. yeah. Great. So Justine gets sentenced to death and dies. And Frankenstein and Elizabeth are like, oh, we're so sad. That's so sad. And he's like, oh, I hate the monster even more than I did when I just thought he was ugly. How dare he be a murderer, too? I know I've left him alone for years at this mm-hmm. point, but, yep. oh, well. It's his fault. Um, it's completely his fault. And so he kind of feels bad, but he's also like, well, I guess I'll just keep moving on. Um, yeah. And so then... Um, he spends a lot of time just focused on, like, how can I be happy again? And I'm like, yes. this is not about you, sir. You don't. You have forfeited <laughs> that right. There are things I've done where I'm like, I feel guilty about it. 
I don't want people to know about it. I'm like dodgy about it, but it's never this. Like not it's- to this extent. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you know, <laughs> you've never reanimated the combined flesh of dead beans and then had. I mean, to if go I did, people. I wouldn't tell you. Is the thing. <laughs> this book told me that. Don't tell anybody. That's that. what we learned. So true. From this That's book. a lesson learned. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But- <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Basically, then he ends up meeting the monster mm-hmm. out like in the wilderness and the monster is like or i think they call him the creature but i'm gonna call him the yeah. monster um he's like hey um <laughs> hey dad <laughs> anything to say to me yeah dad <laughs> father like, yeah <laughs> and frankenstein's like you're literally the most disgusting thing i've ever seen in my life and i hate you and the monster <laughs> is like oh, well that's interesting because i have shit to say to you yeah uh, and so he kind of like sits him down and basically tells the story about like what he's been up yeah, to for like the last three or four chapters years. and i'm like this is so yep. much better than your life frankenstein yes. <laughs> I yeah, was I was getting really so excited the whole yeah. time for the monster was speaking. I was so happy. I was like, yeah. this is interesting. You're I, a good storyteller. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, Frank, you're fired. And the monster gets to tell the story from here on out. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, I'm the captain now. <laughs> so, um, basically, what happened is the monster, after he, you know, came to life, he was very confused. Didn't know how, like, he was basically like, you know, had never used his senses before, he's so he's trying to figure stuff out. Yeah, he's yeah. like they're just a little baby. So he's wandering around. Uh, he kind of figures out how to function, and then he keeps like he got like run out of this guy's house because everyone's like he's disgusting looking and terrifying. Was yeah. So yeah. it was really sad. So he figures out pretty quickly like not to kind of let people see him, and he ends up nearby this cottage. And he kind of finds, like, a nice little hiding spot next to this cottage. Mm -hmm. And the people in the cottage are um, Agatha and Felix and this dad, the dad. And so they're, like, I don't know how old the kids are. Felix is probably, like, in his 20s. And so they're all hanging out, and they're kind of sad and poor. But Frankenstein, I mean, not Frankenstein. That was a faux pas. (laughs) But the monster. The monster who has no name, which was annoying. I was like, really? Yeah. I mean, maybe I he get would have named himself. Yeah, yeah he maybe he named should himself. Exactly, exactly. What do we think his name would have been? Harold. Stephen. Mm-hmm. Stephen. <laughs> That's not Harold. good enough. I'm going to look up some of the authors. Milton? Would he name himself Milton? Because he, uh... <gasps> yeah, Paradise Lost. Yeah. Okay, Thank yeah. You. I love it. I For think you. his name should be Milton. That's, That's really good, Lexi. Um, That's good. So, so our boy Milt. The, <laughs> our boy Milt. Um, <laughs> he's hanging out. And by, by watching the people in the cottage, he kind of, like, learns how to talk and, like, all how of that. Read, like... How to read. And um, Felix's girlfriend comes, shows up and uh, then they're like teaching her stuff like geography and reading and all of that. Yeah. So that like helps for, um, the found monster. them at a really good time. Yeah, yeah. he did. It was ideal. And yeah, so he's just like really picking stuff up. And he's up. been like and helping he, them with chores. It's been so yeah. sweet. He's I like so that the whole time they don't re- like they don't know. Try to search out who's no. making like doing all this stuff for them. They're it's just like, like oh, my husband cool. with his laundry. He's like, oh my god, clean laundry? Where did this come from? It must have been <laughs> magic. It was the cats. <laughs> it was the cats. Yeah. Maybe somebody did that. <laughs> so um, yeah, so he's being very sweet and just kind of like 
he's giving me a Boo Radley vibe <laughs> where mm. he's just kind of like hanging out and being nice, but nobody knows what he looks like or where he is and everyone's scared uh-huh. of him if they'd see him. So uh, okay. he's hanging out and then um, the whole crazy story of like what was going on with them is wild. There was yeah. like this whole thing in Paris and then Mary Shelley was like, he's in France. worry not, every character has a very deeply layered background. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, it's like, okay, I mean, I'm invested. Yeah. So, I mean, because the monster is invested now, too. He wants to be their friends and stuff. And so, finally, he kind of get, builds up the courage because oh. the old man is blind. Yeah. So, he's like, okay, everyone thinks I'm horrible to look at, but maybe I can become friends with him first, and then he'll kind of, like, like me, and then everyone else will have to like me, which is so sad. This is really so, so heartbreaking. So it's really sad. So you really forget goes. that this guy just, that Milton just killed a little kid when you... <laughs> When you he, read this part, honestly, that's right. I forgot about that part. Yeah. Um, well, he hasn't done that. He yet. He hasn't done it uh, yet. I know. Yeah. But when you're hearing um, him tell the story, right. You just completely <laughs> yeah. forget that you that that just happened, and you're like, "Oh my god, Milton, <laughs> yes. I die for you. This is so sad." Ooh, I might literally die if I met you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> might murder. I would literally so. die <laughs> with you at your hand. At your um, hand. Yeah. So our boy Milt uh, goes to the house and he you know is talking to the dad and everything and he's kind of like yeah i'm kind of nervous because uh i have some friends uh that i want to go visit but they might not like me and uh i don't know what to do and the dad is like oh i'm sure they'll be fine and then um he's like i I am lying you are my friends and i want to be friends with you (laughs) and he's like i'm sorry what and as soon as he says that Felix and Safi and uh, Agatha come yeah. in, and they're all like, "What the hell is going freak on?" Out and chase they him flip off. out. Yeah, yeah, Felix beats him up, and so then sad. the monster runs back to his hiding place, and he's like, "Okay, that didn't work, but maybe I'll, yeah, I can try again." He goes back the next day, and everyone is leaving because they're like, "We cannot stay here anymore. There's a monster nearby." It is so <laughs> upsetting, <laughs> and he's like. Okay, and then he sets the house on fire, and then yeah. he leaves. This is his and turning so, point, I think. Yeah, yeah. villain yeah. origin story. It kind yeah. of is. This is it. Because after this, he had already kind of figured out who had made him because he can read now, and he had all these old papers from the house, mm-hmm. and so he knows that his creator's name is Frankenstein. So he ends up in. So he's going towards Geneva. And when he gets there, he runs into William, who is a little boy, obviously. And so he, but he doesn't know who he is yet. And so he's thinking, oh my God, a young person I can like kind of take under my wing and then they'll have to love me and we can just hang out and I can basically make them (laughs) make them be my my friend. friend. (laughs) Yeah. And so he tries it, but William is like, uh, you disgusting. You are a dead guy. And the monster (laughs) can you blame him? (laughs) Okay. I guess I have to murder you now because also, Oh, you said your dad is Frankenstein. Uh, I have beef with the Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah, But he said is, yeah. So that's what he said. Um, yeah. Well, because his dad is also a Frankenstein. Anyway, oh, whatever. that's right. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. So right. Um, I forget how last names work, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even sound like a last name because no. it's just like a word. To yeah. Me now. Frankenstein's like, first name is Victor. But yeah, we Victor. pretty much never call him Victor. In the movie, Vicky it's Vic. Henry, which is very stupid. Really? <laughs> which yes. is very stupid. And there's that's another just... character named Victor. And it, I don't. It so whoever okay, wrote the movie had not read the book. None of it was right. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have not seen it. 
<laughs> now oh, I kind of want to see it though. It's but, one, it's yeah those universal. Uh, is it the one with the Gene movies? Wilder yeah. or is that one like a parody? That, that one's the spoofy, the spoofy and it's yeah. spoofing the young movie. Frankenstein. That's what I thought. Yeah, Young Frankenstein. Yeah. That one is actually pretty funny. Young Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I do. I don't think I've ever been able to finish that movie. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> I want um, to, but I've I have parts of it. It's yeah. not like amazing, but it's if you guys don't like scary movies really or classic horror movies, but you want to laugh, like it's not a bad option. It's definitely not appropriate for children, so do not watch it. With children. <laughs> um, yeah. My boss actually told me today that I should watch it, and I was like, it's I know, funny. but I haven't seen all of it. I've weirdly um, seen it a few times. I have never sat down intending to watch it, but people have watched it around me multiple times, so I have ended up seeing it. Funny. <laughs> I think I've just seen the beginning, like half like three times yeah. and I'm like okay, oh, no. it's yeah, got Gene stop. Wilder and he's really good I love him so, he's yeah. great he's great yeah so anyway he ends up killing William he takes the little necklace that William is wearing that has like which was the evidence that was planted on Justine yeah and he plants it on Justine yeah and because he's like well now I'm just gonna be evil now so yeah. he does that and then they both die which we all know that that's how that happened yeah anyway then he yeah basically that's kind of what happened yeah and so uh back to Vic who's here in the story he's like that is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life and I still hate you and the monster <laughs> is like well here's what you're gonna do for me buddy you're gonna make <laughs> me a girlfriend so that I can have somebody to hang out with yeah and you're gonna do it or I'm gonna keep murdering all your friends yeah <laughs> and he's like um okay so he's, <laughs> he's like damn it he'll do it <laughs> yeah yeah and, slippery um, slope reanimating the dead yikes. it really is i mean it's hard to turn that off yeah so vic goes off to do that and he gets like this little house in scotland in the middle of nowhere he knows though that the monster's been following him he's also like engaged now to his pseudo sister right yeah they like wrote <laughs> And his dad was like, so are you, like, really going to marry her? Or, like, we're just kind of waiting for you to marry her. And yeah. Is that <laughs> happening? Like, yeah, I'll marry her. <laughs> and Elizabeth's like, okay, cool. Just, just let me know. Um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> it's really romantic. Yeah. What are you doing? It's always away. Yeah. Um, and so he, and his whole family's like, maybe he has, like, a girlfriend. And it's like, no, he's just being haunted by the, <laughs> by the monster he created. That he created. <laughs> so awful no worries um and so in his little weird hovel in scotland he's like making the frankenstein girlfriend Mm -hmm. or god the monster girlfriend um, milton (laughs) yeah and uh but then after a while he's like actually this is like the worst thing i could possibly do and i'm not gonna do it okay i have a thing at Mm -hmm. this point because yeah. he's like, what if they make little devils? And I was like, first of all, did you give that man a penis? That's <laughs> it's <laughs> like only all, you would know if they can. Right. Yeah. Second of all, if he if he does whatever, if he has a penis, whatever, you did a weird <laughs> thing. But this this girlfriend, you could just make it so that she doesn't. I don't know. This is. I mean, if you're going to be a awful, uterus, just make it so she can't have kids. I don't know. Like, yeah. Like, like he is Tired the god tunes, of you know? these. Yeah, creations. He yeah. can literally like do God. it. Go for it, I guess. Like but really go all in. You, might as he, well. He is a what is this? The 1800s. So he's a, like a 19th century man. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe he doesn't know anything so about he, it. So he doesn't know anything point. about women. He's like, the having the baby is all completely up to the man. The woman's body plays no part. Oh, no, I've already created the man with the penis. Now there will be children. There's nothing. I guess a woman plays no part except for to push the baby out. <laughs> there is a part where he's like, man, I have to do so much more research now. And I was like, why do you have to do more research? And then I realized, is it because you've never like studied the female body yes. you've only I had the exact same out. moment where I was like he has to go on like the six month like research quest now and I was like why you don't know anything about the human body yeah has never this doctor who is reanimating the dead supposedly knows the human body so well he can reanimate dead pieces of the human body knows nothing about the female body <laughs> I was like yes. you're not allowed to get married sir not allowed. that's so funny <laughs> I had the exact same thoughts I'm just like wait I don't understand why you're doing this what? No, <laughs> no, it's so upsetting. He's like, listen, if a woman is sick, just put leeches on her. I don't know. Like, yeah, lock her in her it. bedroom. Lock her, you she's know? probably crazy. hysterical. So, <laughs> yeah, if she, if she just had a baby, lock her away. Yeah, fine. That'll fix That's it. That's how it works. I'm a doctor. I would know you guys. It's okay. God. Someone's going to write a really good short story about it later. It it is. It'll, really, <laughs> it'll work out. Really terrifyingly haunting one. <laughs> it's I, good, now I'm really My convinced favorite. that this guy is based off Dr. John Polidori because you know right. Mary Shelley's like, this man knows absolutely nothing. <laughs> Maybe that was like a thing. Like they heard, she said, she's like looking directly at the doctor this whole time is what I'm thinking. She uh-huh. doesn't look away from his eyes once. And when she's like, and he has to go study for how a million years because he doesn't know what women look like. And he's just like, darn it. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, do you think that's a turnoff for her? Is she talking oh, no. about about me? <laughs> I mean, because I don't know anything about women. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That's really funny. (laughs) That's really good, (laughs) Elle. Oh, God, we're so funny. How do we do it? (laughs) God, we're so hilarious. Um, So, yeah, so he decides not to make a monster girlfriend. Uh, The monster shows up and he's like, why are you not making monster girlfriend? And he's like, because I don't want to anymore. And I don't really care what you think. And the monster's like, okay, great. Well, just watch out when you get married and then leaves. He says, see you on your wedding night. Yes. And and he doesn't think, wow, he might, he's killed all these people. I love, he might kill my wife. He thinks he's going to kill me and I'm going to have to be ready. And it's like, what? No, he's never tried to kill you. Has he ever tried to kill you? killing no, you're trying to kill your, your friends and family. Ones. Oh my he god, I don't. So stupid and so <laughs> selfish. <laughs> because after this, he's like, "Okay, yeah, guess I'm getting married." He is I'm the like, worst main character you, ever. I have kidding? never, but so been unable to support a main character. I know. Oh, I've god. never Stop. rooted so much for a main character to. Die. Is there even a protagonist? <laughs> is there even a main protagonist in this? Because they're all antagonists. Like. The monster, Milton, is briefly, briefly a protagonist. And then he's back to be an antagonist. Is there even a protagonist? Well, I guess, like... The guy writing the letters to his sister is not that bad. (laughs) I mean, he's an unlikable protagonist, but he is, like, not him, but, like, Frankenstein. You know, he is technically... Frankenstein is? But But he's also the antagonist. Like, he's creating all the problems. That's true. I'm never at any point rooting for him. No, you're not. Not even once. But even when you have an unlikable protagonist, like usually there's like some antagonistic force that they're fighting. He is the antagonist. He, I guess, is both the protagonist (laughs) and fighting fighting himself. himself. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. so. Yeah, I don't know, dude. He's 
crazy. I want to call him an anti-hero just so that I can talk about that song that Taylor <laughs> just recently it's released because it's like on trend. Oh, the problem is me. <laughs> we have got to make a TikTok. Oh my oh god. god. So yeah, no, I'm so out of the TikTok. loop, you guys. He'd rather look I'll at the it. sun than ever in the mirror. You know, oh my gosh. that's a okay. that's a quote. Oh my God, Lexi, you're right. That it, that song was literally written about Dr. Victor Frankenstein. Wait, what was the song called? I have to write. I think it it's down. well, and there's a part of it it's called Antihero. Antihero. I'm so. There's a part of it that's about um, the monster, about Milton, because she says something like, "To me, everybody's sexy babies, and I'm just a monster on the hill." Uh, <gasps> oh my God, you're right. Oh my wow. gosh, did she yeah. read this book and then write that? Taylor, we're on to you, girl. <laughs> Okay, girly, we see you. So- <laughs> All right, so now we do have to have a TikTok, even though I haven't listened to the song. So someone's making it's very, a TikTok. I, I will it's do it. I want to do it. Okay, I you can do it. it. Okay, I'm gonna. Oh, sorry, hold Lexi, you to can that. you steal your idea? I'll credit. Oh, you. that's okay. If you, <laughs> okay. I have never made a TikTok before, but if you ever want <laughs> me singing, lip syncing anything, let me know. <laughs> you got oh, it. Yes, <laughs> you're on speed dial. Absolutely, <laughs> I'm excited. Um. So yeah. So he. <sighs> he's going to get married to Elizabeth and uh wouldn't you know it he, she gets murdered on the wedding shock. night I mean who would have seen so that stupid. coming literally what nobody and oh. by nobody I mean everybody um literally everybody but but Vicky so stupid yeah I just don't think I don't understand because even like going into it he's like we're gonna have an awful life we might not have a good time like but i can't tell you why until I'm... after we're married yeah it's like what do you think is going to happen tonight do you think you're gonna overpower him i don't think so i, I don't know. know he's so crazy he's like i have a gun so i'll maybe be fine and i'm like sir he told thing- you that he got shot right like yeah did you ah, forget the part where he's already that's dead right, he already got shot yeah he's already dead the thing is he is so selfish. He straight up, just like he could have been like, hi, I know you actually murdered Justine. He could have been like, sorry, Elizabeth, I am in love with you, but I can't marry you because I have to deal with all this stuff right now and it could put you in danger. Yes. But he didn't. No. He was like, I got to get that uh, sweet, yeah. sweet Elizabeth sexy going on. And I'm like, sir? <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. And you Awful. know what? Screw him. I'm so mad. I hate him so much. Also, when I studied this book in high school, this is how my teachers were sometimes, where we were studying this book and my teacher, I only remember this part. He said, can you imagine your wedding night? You've been waiting your whole life. And what he meant was, you've been waiting your whole life to have sex. sex. (laughs) And uh, you've been waiting your whole life and you come in and your beautiful, beautiful bride is dead. (laughs) And you'll never have that. Who is that? That's thing. And no! I was like, I wish this was about something else. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my God. God. Wow, someone's very repressed. Wow. Yeah, someone how about, he, he was a married man, but I was like. Somebody you love what? is dead, not like you don't get to use them for sex. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like. crazy. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Is your teacher, like, Dr. Polidori, come back to life? I think he I think he won teacher of the year many times like I liked him as a teacher but there were I mean there were definitely things where I was like (laughs) you aren't good right you're not good (laughs) a couple of moments that gave you pause like "Hmm, I keep trying to make you like me but maybe I don't maybe that's better (laughs) you don't fine (laughs) oh my god that's funny oh that's funny that's really good um so yeah so our 
well, oh my God, I was about to say our boy. He, <gasps> I do not claim him. We don't claim Vicky. He is not uh, our boy. Icky Vicky. Uh, <laughs> Icky Vicky. He is Icky Vicky. I've been trying to land on like a really good derisive nickname for him this whole episode. And Icky Vicky is perfect. Icky Vicky. Yeah. Perfect. It's already a theme song. From, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Fairly Odd Parents. Let's play this song. Timmy Turner. What's yes. it called? Um, Fairly Odd Parents. Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah. Fairly Odd Parents. Um, so... Yeah, Icky Vicky goes looking for the monster. Oh, I forgot! The, uh, the monster already killed his friend, Henry. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was so sad. I forgot about that. That yeah. was really bad. And he doesn't so, want to he's tried. Yeah. Vicky almost went to jail for that um, yeah. because they thought it was him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that one made me sad, honestly. Was, that was I forgot unexpected. about that. I yeah, gasped it really when caught they revealed me it. Off guard. Yeah. That was yeah, a good twist, Mary. I was like, what? Oh, my God. The dead guy is Henry. Um, it was sad because he was like, I'm giving this, he like wrote a poem for Henry and he was like, it's because he's no longer with us or whatever. And I was like, I don't remember Henry dying. Is that just like an aside? Like he died of cancer or something. And then I was like, oh no, there's a dead man. Oh no. Is is it? So upsetting. Everybody that deserved to live died. And then Icky Vicky's just living on his, his happy old life. I mean, he's not happy. He's like, boo-hoo, I'm sad. And I'm like, you deserve to be sad, sir. (laughs) You did did a bad thing. You did all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, poor Henry's dead. And now Elizabeth's dead. So that is like four people now that the monster has killed. Um, And so... Uh, this is my favorite part of the whole book, you guys. Uh, the part um, when Icky Vicky like goes out into the wilderness, basically, and he's like, "I call on you, spirits of the dead, help me kill this monster." And then the monster shows up, and he's like, "Come and catch me, bitch." That was the <laughs> best part of the whole book. I was like loving oh it. It was God. so dramatic. I'm not going to lie to you. That might have been one of the things that I skipped um, because I hated hearing him talk. But if you tell me the page, I'll find it. it on mine, it's 187. I was like loving it. Um, I really like your retelling of the moment. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I think that was better. Uh, thanks. Uh, so yeah, so the, from then on, they just go on this like months long chase basically. And the yeah. monster is going around and Vicky's trying to catch him. And uh, they're both... I mean, Victor's, like, killing himself basically doing this. But he's like, I am going to hunt you to the ends of the earth. And um, so, but the monster is, like, superhuman and (laughs) can do anything. So it's not really working out. Like, maybe he should have just, like, tossed a ball with his weird monster son. Said, hey, kid, I approve of you. You look totally fine. Don't worry, you'll find love. How about anything but what he did? And this wouldn't have happened. Many other options than what he did. So many things so much easier than this, like. (laughs) Yeah. He, like, could not get over the fact that he was ugly. The monster would be like, hey, can we hang out? And he'd be like, "Mm, you're just so disgusting. I hate looking at you. Yeah. Literally. It's so horrible. And so then we get caught up to like kind of the end of our frame story where back Mm -hmm. to Walton. And, um, Victor is like, so anyway, that's what's brought me here. That's where you guys found me. And Walton's like, that is a lot to take in, but mm-hmm. I love you, bestie. I've already decided we're besties based on basically nothing because I did not know you before Wait, you started Wait, is Walton the story. like Percy? Percy? Percy Shelley. Well, oh, it's Percy Shelley. Walton keeps talking about how much he wants a friend. 
right? <gasps> yeah. Maybe he is. And he's depressed. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, you guys are right. I'm thinking okay, that he's Percy Shelley. He totally it's really is. Good. It's really good. Um, so Walton writes, like, oh, yeah. So then uh, all of the people on Walton's ship, they're like, hey, we don't want to keep doing this. We're going to, like, go. <laughs> and Victor's like, ba- wants him to keep going so he can find Frankenstein. And he's like, uh, are you guys all cowards or what? Like, you guys are all wusses and you should be ashamed of yourselves. And we're going to keep going into this frozen wasteland or Which else so you're dumb. a loser. Because yeah. at the beginning of his story, he's like, I don't want you to end up like me. You seem like an ambitious guy. Don't kill yourself over it. And then this part, he's like, no, 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 no. We're dying. We're all dying, dying or we're not going back. We're all dying together. <laughs> it's like it's like he got, he like built back up his craziness he's after like, telling the You know story. what? Actually, I Actually, am still mad. I think I'm pissed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think again, he's like, no, 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 no. It's fine. You don't, don't go back. I mean, go back. Don't stay. Don't do it. And he's just he like, cannot figure do? it out. No. And he's at the end of his life. He's yeah. probably going crazy. Yes. He's like, uh, yeah, so he's dying. And Walton is like, oh, my God. Sorry, dude. Um, I just like that in Walton's letters to his sister, which is how we're getting this story. He's like, oh, so all that's been going on with Frankenstein. Oh, and by the way, my crew is about to mutiny. So that's also kind of happening. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, Worry about that, Walton. This is not you a- don't know this guy. Like yeah, Vicky's story is not that important. It can wait. I my only friend is dying. Yeah. yeah, I know. I'm like Walton. Maybe, maybe there's something weird about him. Why does nobody want to be his friend? Um, so he, yeah. So anyway, Vicky's dying, and uh, he dies, and then who shows up? The monster who's been creeping mm-hmm. around the whole time, I guess. And he yeah. shows up and he's like looking at Vicky's dead body. And he's like, wow. Well, he's dead. Sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. <laughs> Hi, dad. Uh, you know, I. Yeah. All right. I guess I'm going to go into the wilderness and die. Uh, <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm the monster. Good to I'm see Milton. you. And, uh, I'm Milton. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, and, and Walton is like, uh, okay. <laughs> and then the last we see of him, he's riding off into the snowy, barren wasteland to die. And, uh, but you know what? He lived longer than Fr- um, Frankie did, so. Yeah, so. So, Yeah, what won. a book. Yeah, he won. What a book. I that agree. is quite a book. Yeah. Uh, Icky Vicky finally lost, but he's the only one who really deserved to lose. A bunch of other people also (laughs) lost in the process who had nothing to do with this. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) My God. I like how many lessons there are in this. Like, the whole time I was like, interesting. There's a lot to, there's a lot to unpack. Yeah. Um, With Dracula, I was like, so that was fun. Um... (laughs) Dracula's a little more pulpy than this one. Like, this has it some is, themes yeah. going. Yeah. Dracula's yeah. like, what if a cowboy had to shoot a vampire? <laughs> That'd right. be kind of fun, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. It that would is be kind fun. of fun. You're right, Bram. Um, I loved it. Oh, my yeah, God. you're right. There's a lot to unpack here. Like, I was thinking, I love it, like, the end. It's almost like Frankenstein's monster is more of a complete character in person than Frankenstein is because he actually like has some remorse for like killing people and he's like he like understands things on a more fundamental level than Frankenstein does who's literally his such a one-track mind and he's like 
uh, yeah, I feel so bad for me. <laughs> and Frankenstein's monster is like, I'm actually, I know I've murdered some people, but I feel kind I of bad have the about capacity it. to think about other people. I consciously yeah. chose to be evil. So yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, not like Vicky who thinks that he's good and yeah. is yes. actually a monster. I think that's what it is. I think. There's something about, and um, this is something I think about when it comes to, like, uh, narcissistic personalities and, like, uh, especially narcissistic personality disorder. There's this weird thing where, like, if you're really, like, if you're a decent person and you look in the mirror and you see a monster, like, to be honest, that's kind of, if, even if you think that you're a bad person, that's a little bit, at least you know you're probably not clinically narcissistic, right? If you're <laughs> clinically narcissistic, then... From the outside or and or people that you've hurt are going to be like, you're not that good of a dude, man. But like you're going to look at yourself and be like, I'm excellent. Everyone else just doesn't understand me. Everything mm-hmm. that's bad is happening to me and I've done nothing to deserve it. Yeah. So yeah. and that's very much I feel like this is I mean, Vicky's definitely a narcissist just based on how he cannot grasp anything that has like that's going on to anybody else. He's like, everything bad happens to me. <laughs> I hate my life. It's so true. He's yeah. totally a narcissist. And the monster's like, I know I'm disgusting. I know I've murdered. I've done bad things. I'm just also miserable. I could be good. I'm going to choose to be evil. And like the fact that there's a decision there proves that I don't think the, the monster's narcissistic. He's many other bad things instead. But he's not as bad as Vicky. He's traumatized. Yeah, he's traumatized. Yeah. God, Vicky had absolutely no reason to be the way he was. No. Like... Ugh, he didn't no. it's almost like they were trying to say that he was sheltered like he found these books and his dad was like those are weird don't read those and he was like mm. oh i guess no you're wrong they're not weird i'm gonna keep reading them and then even when he went to school he was like this ugly professor says i'm stupid so i'm not gonna believe him but this like not so ugly kind of old but not ugly professor is like keep going but also read these uh-huh. and he's like yeah okay Okay, sure, you're not ugly. So, okay, yeah. I'm going to make this my <laughs> sure. entire <Yes>. personality. <laughs> so you're weird. Right. Oh, that is so funny. So weird. Um, well, what about favorite and um, least favorite parts? Okay, I feel like my least favorite part is the fact that we don't know what happens to Ernest. That <gasps> <laughs> really bothers me. Yeah, because the dad dies too. Oh my God, yeah. you're right. So I'm like... So you're just going off to kill this guy, but his, his everyone he's ever known is dead. Like I don't know how old Ernest is at that point. He might be an adult. I I don't know, but oh. I did look it up, and um, I guess someone wrote a book about Ernest. No way. And oh, I kind that. of want to read it. Yes. Oh, sure. you should do it. You should. Totally I'm not read a it. big um, spinoff guy or like whatever. Like when people write books about just Darcy, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I know. Um, sorry. <laughs> but Fair. No, it's true. <laughs> I'm really gonna do it anyway. I was just very sad about that. I was like, why are we just not going to talk about wow. him? Ever? I yeah. literally everyone else had stuff. Didn't even think about that. So now <laughs> I know so bad. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not gonna. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> Like, what happened to him? Oh. Mary didn't want you to know about it. No, no. Mary was like, okay, it's fine. Mm-mm. I guess he could be the main character in the next book. Like, if she were to write another book, be like, <laughs> yeah. okay, Ernest, it's your time. Ernest, yeah. please do not experiment with uh, reanimating corpses. Uh, please. Right. please, we're begging That'd be you. nice. Oh, my God. We're begging you. Favorite part, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> I mean, I think the whole time that the monster was learning how to like uh, yes. speak. That's my, yeah, was my favorite part. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. That was my favorite part also. That part blew by. The rest of it was hard. Yeah, I agree. But, yeah. I agree. Spoons. Okay, my favorite part was the part I already said where uh, Frankenstein like <laughs> swore to kill him and it was so dramatic it was like the best i was living for it and then the monster just being like i hate you too and i was like this is amazing uh least favorite part (laughs) um god i don't know like where do i begin with frankie i mean i love the book but like frankie was so hard to deal with yeah he's um, that's why this hard this book was so hard to get through is because like we have the shittiest main character ever. the worst yeah. um i think my least favorite was him being like i'm gonna marry elizabeth anyway and like yeah. had no concept of thinking of anyone but himself oh my <laughs> god that yeah. made me so mad yeah um yeah he's yeah. so stupid he is my stupid. my favorite part was also lexi's favorite part with like when uh he's learning stuff like the monster is learning kind of like about people and he's like wow to be loved would be nice and i'm like oh my god milton i'm so <laughs> sorry and then uh least favorite part i mean this is getting into like least favorite characters, but obviously Vicky. I feel like there's not another choice for like least favorite character. Um, but he is both my least favorite character and my least favorite part. I <laughs> I really really hated when he just let what's her name Janet no uh, Justine Jan- Justine. Right? I was gonna say every J name except for Justine um, <laughs> Jackie Jackie. Um, when he just let her die and didn't even like say anything, and then he was like, "What was me?" and I was like, "Bitch." Absolutely not. Insane. Insane behavior. Like, <laughs> so upset. Um, yeah, that's my least favorite and least favorite. I'm going to oh. start our wedding day off with a lie. And just yeah. not telling you anything. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. That's what I've been doing for two hey, years. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, babe. <laughs> so. um, <laughs> what about favorite, least favorite characters? My favorite character, the monster. My least favorite character, Frankie. Yeah. It's really good. It was very clear for me. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I don't know. There are so many good characters, like, meaning, like, benevolent characters in this. Uh And um, Mm -hmm. I just feel like of them, I really like the old man a lot. Yeah. And, like, their whole family situation. In the little house. It was, like... Oh my gosh, she wanted to save a man who was just in jail for no good reason. And then you were like, no, no, I can't marry your daughter, even though I really like her. No, no, you can't <laughs> give her to me as a prize. She's a woman. She's not a prize. That's so he doesn't sweet. say that, but that's what I'm yeah. imagining what he's thinking. Yeah. And then uh, and then when like she comes, he's not like, oh my gosh, you're mine. It, I mean, I guess they do say my, but I don't know. But not Whatever. like that. I, yeah. Yeah. I like him. I like him too. Um, yeah. Least favorite would be, yeah, obviously, Vicky. Um, (laughs) It's almost like Frankenstein is the real monster. Whoa! (laughs) No one's ever said that before. Guys, we're so smart. We're just figuring it out by ourselves. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's why this is that pretentious book club. (laughs) Come on, wise up, guys. All right, guys. (laughs) Okay, Um, yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, obviously, least favorite is Vicky. Favorite, I don't want to say Milton the monster because he is really evil. Um, but he's so interesting, and I like the way that he mm-hmm. speaks. Otherwise, I liked. I also liked the family in the little house. Like I enjoyed that. Um, I guess the what's his name Walton. That, that yeah. guy, he was kind of interesting, but he's not really a part of the actual story story. He's just like delivering it. Right. So mm-hmm. I would have liked to know more about him. But I guess I'll say the monster for he's so interesting. And for actual like the good people were like the little family in the house. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. Um, what about lessons learned? We've already talked about some of them. We really have. Um, I know there's a lot. There's a lot to break down in this book. Like, uh, let me lead the way with, um, maybe he's not seeing other girls. Maybe he's just reanimating the dead in his garage. (laughs) (laughs) That he's thinking about other girls. How do I create life? (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. I love that Oh my God. Y'all are killing that meme. (laughs) It's really good. Um, you know what? Looks aren't everything. You know, he has a really good personality, but nobody gave him a chance. So he really did have a great personality until he turned evil. Right. Until (laughs) he he murdered. Right. Until he decided to murder people. But yeah, up until then, pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I don't know how you would put this into a succinct lesson, but it just drives me crazy that all Frankenstein had to do was show any level of love or respect to the monster at all yeah and he never did it even like when he knew that was what he had to do Mm -hmm. (laughs) he He was even like i bet that would fix things and didn't yeah this is we've said this before but like here's a good lesson like just don't be a really shitty parent like it's it's not that hard also i know people like parenting's the hardest job you'll ever love yeah to be like a really great parent probably is the hardest job you'll ever love but like to be a decent parent who doesn't horribly traumatize your kid it's not that freaking hard just do it they didn't ask to be here like the monster did not ask to get created your kid did not ask to be here the least you can do is you know give them a decent life give them the tools they need to not be horribly traumatized give them like number one yeah, don't run away from them as soon as they're born. That's, <laughs> away. that's a big shriek. one. Oh my yeah. god, it's so gross and run off. <laughs> I would say, yeah, that's that would be a pretty big bummer for me if I was a kid. You know, it's like, all right, yeah, guess I'm yeah. Done. Uh, take responsibility for yourself yeah. and your creations, mm-hmm. whether it's a human child or whether it's just something you've done. Yes. Take responsibility. Take responsibility. That's the that's the way to say it. Yeah, good one. Yeah. Maybe think ahead a little bit before you. <laughs> oh my god! Like do maybe just like <laughs> anything, but like especially if you like reanimate a corpse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think about like before think about, you like, do it. Think about what's going to happen. Right. Yeah, like the point two seconds after it comes to life. Right. Be like, what's right. going to happen in that point two seconds? And yeah. then maybe if you already did that, think about yeah. like maybe not getting married until you figured it out. Yeah, um, yeah. maybe yeah. planning ahead is important. Exactly. Right. Maybe if you don't understand female anatomy about as well as male anatomy maybe you should not get your doctorate degree i feel like you shouldn't get to have it <laughs> maybe yeah. we should just take that away real quick <laughs> yeah just real quick <laughs> until you go and do your another other six months of study like a vicky boy on the female body 
Also, yeah. uh, just because you can do something doesn't mean you doesn't should. Doesn't mean you should. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is a conversation I have with Javi all the time. Because he'll be like, I'm just going to go do, I'm going to like do something crazy. Like, for example, like light a car on fire. And I'm like, don't do that. And he's like, why? I can do it. And I'm like, yeah, it's not about can. I'm not telling you that you can't. I'm saying that you shouldn't. It's, it's different. And he's like, ugh, I hate that. Listen, you can physically do many things. Yeah, exactly. You shouldn't do a lot of them. Yeah, I'm like, you're allowed to. So that's the thing. So he'll always be like, are you telling me what to do? And I'm like, no, you're allowed to do whatever you want. You're a grown man. It doesn't mean it's a good idea. So impulsivity is a bitch, you know, it really really feel like doing it. The thing about Vicky is he was impulsive. impulsive. It took years of his life. There's a lot of planning involved. It was in every single day. Oh, he was so Like, stupid. grueling. Like, there was never a moment of, like, oh, my gosh, I'm so tired. I don't want to do this anymore. No. Like, it was, like, I guess I'm going to be tired forever now. Yeah. Until oh, this is done. Because then once I create life, I can just leave it alone. I and then just take a bunch of naps. Yeah. Yeah. Catch Fall up. Fall asleep in, a, in, a, in the grass. Yeah. Be mm-hmm. upset. Wake up. Oh, my gosh. The sky. Wow. I didn't wow. create anything bad. I love the sky. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> giant man coming towards me i i made that darn it oh, it wasn't all a dream the last several years of my life weren't a dream after all oh no that's funny oh damn it yeah i guess the only good lesson we can maybe learn from vicky is um sometimes you do need to take a nap you know i think he took mm, maybe true. too many um which maybe that maybe there's an alternate lesson on the same level there as there's such thing as too many naps oh, right mm-hmm. you know like when you're like really depressed sometimes you're just getting out of bed and making yourself eat like some dry cereal with no milk in it like it's sad but you know what maybe that's what you need instead of staying in bed um i think just really ask yourself why really you're taking so many naps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly if it's, it's just because you're tired then you know what you enjoy that nap you you deserve it no i saw something today and this is like an actual thing that's like an actual real lesson let me find it real quick um <laughs> that uh Bobby just sent me a, a picture from disney dreamlight valley like a selfie from his character with moana and even his characters go in like this like stupid like frat boy pose and i was like how did you even do that um it's so stupid anyway somebody posted this thing that said um i don't know who needs to hear this but rest is not a reward you don't have to earn rest you need rest you deserve rest um if anyone doesn't deserve rest it's vicky boy but no one's as bad as vicky so and he still got he still took a bunch of naps so even he thought he deserved some naps (laughs) yeah yeah go take a nap you guys go take a nap guys it's okay juicy is being so cute she's sitting on top of my (gasps) frankenstein and like cuddling it Aww, She's juice. like, I love dead things. You should oh, take wait. a picture I'm going to need that for my quote, Juicy. But- <laughs> oh, no. Okay. She's I like, I wonder what her. you'd look like dead. Juicy is so <laughs> scary to me. She's terrifying. I love her. Yeah. She's scary. Hey, scary little girl. She's scary. She's so cute. Does she, she has no tail. No, I think she's she just extremely chaotic. Them. Yeah, and violent, and like, but she's really sweet for like a second, and then she'll turn on you. And you like some cats, you can tell that they're gonna turn on you. (laughs) With Juicy, I love her with all of my heart, but I've never been able to tell when she's gonna turn on me. So she's gotten me every time she's tried to swipe me. She's gotten me because I can't tell. It's out of the blue. She's gotten a lot fast, a lot better though. She she was kind of a chaotic, like violent kitten, and now she's kind of you know coming into her own a little bit, settling into life. That's nice, right? I still call her Juicy. Because yeah. I feel like it's 
She was so perfect. It's her. She'll never live that down. <laughs> no, she'll never live it down. But I she love it. She doesn't have a tail, though. Oh, she doesn't. isn't it great? One of my friends has a cat without a yeah. tail. When she wags, is it like a funny little stump? Yes, oh it's so cute. That's I love it. It's like also <laughs> pretending that Jucifer is still completely chaotic makes me feel better about Flora, our supreme leader, because <laughs> she she is still daily ruining my life, finding ways. So <laughs> no. Oh, no. Yeah, I was in a big meeting at work and she jumped up and unplugged my monitor. I was like, how did you, <laughs> my monitor? I was like, bro, it's so Stop working. That's impressive. Pay attention to me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, let's see. Anyways, we, we didn't do first impressions, which is a new segment we're doing. Uh, but oh. that's first impressions was the first time you saw this book or heard of this book. What did you think about it? I mean, I think I thought it was going to be like, Green Monster, Afraid of Fire, yeah. Pitchforks. Yeah. Um, but I was in high school, so I'm, I'm assuming that's what it was. Where I was like, oh, yeah, it's alive, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's alive. It's alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. Because, like, you kind of can't escape knowing who f- what Frankenstein yeah. is. Like, it's just part of culture. Yeah. So, like... I think that movie came out, like, 100 years ago. Yeah, it's, like, old. So the movie definitely wow. has kind of colored right. everything i was like could it really in 1922 but i think it's definitely later than yeah that. but weren't there films in 1922 silent films yeah no? 31 31 almost got it so almost yeah whoa it's crazy. old my first impression was gross this is not my kind of book because <laughs> I don't like monster <laughs> stories or horror stories or spooky or stories. classics or classics. <laughs> so I think I've actually been given this as my first impression before and we just started doing it. It's not the first time I've looked at a classic and gone. Mm, that's not for me. Absolutely not. So that was my first impression of this was absolutely not. And also I thought because I thought it was about like, you know, like green Frankenstein monster pitchforks. And I was like, gross. It's a dead body. I don't I'm not about that life. I'm relieved that it wasn't half as bad as i had thought it always would be so. that's good yeah yeah Yay. Not a lose. i love all the things that you said you don't like i love spooky monster classic books i i don't i wish i, I like spooky i don't like monsters and it's not that i it's not that I dislike classics. It's that I dislike using my brain. It's really hard. And I have to do that with classics. And so I'm like, mm, no, <laughs> my brain's too tired for that. Of course, I don't get a break with the podcast, which is good. The thing is that um, when I, I haven't taken, I have ADHD. I haven't taken Adderall in like a few months. And I took it today because I was slogging through this book. And I was like, oh, my God gosh, all of a sudden I can read this. Oh my God, that's crazy what taking your medicine will do. I haven't read anything in months because I'm just like, oh, so hard. It is hard. Okay, reading is hard. I was in like a like a meeting at work the other day they're making us do like these making us it's nice that they're doing they're doing these like girl power like all like the women in the office get on like a zoom call like twice a month now or something it's very cute and so they're talking about what they do outside of work and one girl was like oh i read a lot and everyone was like oh my god reading is so hard (laughs) like (laughs) it really does become hard the older you get yeah it really does yeah it's way easier to veg it really is so much easier i have my quote go for it I will read it. 
Okay, mine is this is um after uh, the creature tells Frankie his whole story and stuff. He's like, make me a girlfriend or I'm going to go real evil on you. And he's like, um, uh. and so the monster says, I will revenge my injuries. If I cannot inspire love, I will cause fear and chiefly towards you, my arch enemy, because my creator, do I swear inextinguishable hatred. Have a care. I will work at your destruction nor finish until I desolate your heart so that you shall curse the hour of your birth. That is badass. It is easily like the most intimidating. Like I've never believed like a villain character more when they've said Mm -hmm. something like that. I'm like, oh, he means it. He's Mm -hmm. serious, Vicky. I don't know if you realize. It's really good. He wasn't listening. He didn't hear him. He was was thinking thinking about about something else. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What about you, Foxy? That's really good. I love that. That's so scary. He's so scary. I love him. Um, what's weird is that um, a part that I like, just like as I was reading it, I was like, oh, it's pretty good. Um, just it's more like Shelly. I'm like, wow, Shelly, you're really good. Yeah. Less so, uh, Victor, you're really good at thinking. Yeah. Um, it's, on for- <laughs> it's in no chap- yeah. chapter 10. Um, I know our pages are different, but um, I don't actually know what he's doing. He's just talking about himself uh, <laughs> stuff. <laughs> He's talking about, he's in nature at this point, and he's thinking about how things change constantly. And like his character is in constant like torment of what he's doing. And then sometimes he's like, oh, wait, actually, life is cool and worth living. And he's like, no, I, it's not. And I did something gross and I hate it. Yeah, um, he does. He does flip flop on that one a lot. And so this one, it says, we rest. A dream has power to poison sleep. We rise. One wandering thought pollutes the day. We feel, conceive, or reason, laugh, or weep, embrace, fond woe, or cast our cares away. It is the same, for it be joy or sorrow. The path of its departure still is free. Man's every day may ne'er, ne'er be <laughs> like his morrow, ne'er ne'er be like his morrow. <laughs> Not may endure, but mut- mutability. So. Dang. I ruined it with so a near. Good. No, that no, but <laughs> it's I always it weird though. when they say that. No, it's really good. And, and it, it's so smart that it took like my brain. I was like, ooh, this is good. This is good. And then my brain was like, that's too hard, Ash. Stop. And so then it tuned out and then it tuned back in. And I was like, ah, she missed it. <laughs> it was hard. My favorite was We Rise. One wandering thought pollutes the day. I'm like, ah. <gasps> yes. Good. I love that. <laughs> that is so good. Wish I could put words together like that, you know? I know. It's good for Mary. I'm like, Taylor, I thought I was ugly and now I'm sad all day. And he's like, what? What's happening? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, I can't. And he's like, why are you, you got to put those thoughts away. And I was like, I, it's there now. I don't like, know. But it's a wandering thought and it's polluted my day. day. What am I supposed to do? It's exactly. Now that's how I'll say it. My day is polluted. Yes. By a thank thought. you to appreciate it. Right. Thank yes. you, 19 year old Mary Shelley for this language. Oh my, oh my God. <laughs> Seriously. She is. How does she understand human nature so well? I know. That's, oh, that's crazy. She had to sit there and just watch these really annoying men just talk about shit they don't really know anything about. <laughs> she, she was like humans so in much. her head, like thinking about yeah. writing this. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, my quote is uh, this is one of the monster's quotes. And 
I I will preface this with saying usually when like a bad guy character says something like if someone had just been nice to me I wouldn't have been so evil I'm always like whatever whatever but this is the first time I actually believe someone when they mm-hmm. said something like that I'm like I actually genuinely believe which is yeah. why it's so sad okay <laughs> anyway so here's the quote I do know that for the sympathy of one living being I would make peace with all I have love in me the likes of which you can scarcely imagine and rage the likes of which you would not believe. If I cannot satisfy the one, I will indulge the other. Yeah, it's which damn I think good. is really good. I mean, and that's I mean that is that's like such a human concept too. There's that mm-hmm. it's that African proverb um which we all probably know after watching Black Panther about like what is it? The something like the child who's turned away by the village will return and burn it down to feel its warmth or mm-hmm. something like that. It's mm-hmm. that like so human concept of um like it's gonna turn one way or the other like we have love or rage and i don't think that it's like love or hate i actually don't think there's the most opposite but i do think that the absence of one causes the other and so i but i so believed him i so believed the monster when he said if anyone had shown me a drop of love i would have just been a good like decent creature i know because he he didn't like fall into being evil he just Mm -hmm. decided he was gonna be yeah i was wondering like what mary like Let's say Mary wrote something else or she was thinking about it or she was being interviewed. If we asked her, what if he was shown love? Would he have been okay? I really want her to be like, I want her to say, yeah, he would have been fine. Yeah. But I don't know if that's actually true. Because there's a part where, what's his name? Mervin. What's his name? Milton. Milton. No, not Milton. The other guy. Oh, oh, Walton. Walton. He is meeting or he's like in front of uh, Milton and he's like oh I remember he said that he's a really good manipulator he's good with words and I'm like is he manipulating or is that just truly his heart like he's speaking from the heart yeah so that's the only thinking what made me doubt that he's a manipulator is that Vicky was the one who said that he was a manipulator. Yeah, right? Vicky's exactly. the one who's been manipulating everyone. So that's why I, mm-hmm. if I had to place a bet, I would place money on um, that. Typically, when the monster speaks, he's being completely earnest, and that mm-hmm. if someone had shown him love, he would have been a decent person. But if we were to believe Vicky, then all of that's an act just to trick you, right? We can't believe Vicky, I, though. yeah, and I don't yeah. believe him because don't so far, like Vicky. everything the monster has said, he's done (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. so like he was straight up like he told him i'm going to kill people unless you're nice to me (laughs) and so he did that you know he never yeah. lied about what he's he a was man doing. of integrity he really yeah, is what he says he's he gonna. Really does. He, <laughs> he stands by his word he unlike does. freaking vicky who like doesn't tell the truth about anything doesn't tell anyone what he's been up to and just lets people die for it yep. and is willing to manipulate whoever to just get whatever he thinks is you know the best end for himself mm-hmm. ridiculous yep Ugh. Man, I just really hate Barf. him. Like, I didn't like him before this episode. And now I'm like, is he like the, the scum of the earth? Hate like, squad. is he on the hate squad? <laughs> He's yeah. definitely on the hate squad. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the hate squad, Vicky. Welcome, Vicky. Enjoy your time. He's like, oh, why am I here with all of these monsters? I don't deserve this. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to go take a nap. I just need to take a nap. (laughs) I'm not in the right place. I'm going to sleep. Where's the nature? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Um, What about Pinkies Up? How many Pinkies Up do we rate this book? I'm giving it four and a half Pinkies Up. Yeah, I'm thinking that too. That other 0.5 is like the parts I skipped where I was like, I just hate listening to this man <laughs> yeah tell a story <laughs> absolutely i'm gonna give it four and a half as well that's what i've been thinking all week um so that's 
that might be the first time we've ever had like a full consensus like, a consensus especially like a 4.5 consensus specifically yeah i don't think that's ever happened before no but i think i was it gonna is. give it a four and then you said 0.5 and i was like wait that's way better i don't want to give it a four that's too low <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have to give it a 4.5 because it's it's a great story excellently written i just don't want to listen to vicky talk and he talks so much <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so will I read it again at some point? Probably. Am I going to, like, jump back in, into reading it again right away? No. I can't tolerate that Got to take a little once. break. Yeah. I need a break I'll reread the part where yeah. um, the monster is by himself. Like, yes, I'll those reread chapters parts where he's of it. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't know if I'll ever read it all the way in depth again because it would make me mad. But I will mm-hmm. read it again. So. I do think it's one everyone should read, though. I'm really glad I read it. Yeah. And it's short, yes. so you guys can do it. It, it. it does have the elevated language thing that makes it a bit of a headache, but it's pretty short, so that kind of helps. But the hard chapters, you can just look it up on SparkNotes, like I did. Yes. Um, I love SparkNotes. SparkNotes is iconic and a legend. Just, just the boring parts where he's talking a lot. Absolutely. I love um, Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, and it's referenced in this book twice, I think. It's one of my favorite poems. That's nice. So. Go read it. It's really long and it's not happy at all. I feel like we <laughs> argued about that in college. I really feel really? like we did. I feel like you said you liked it and I said it was long or something. Because that, I mean, that was Listen. how a lot of our arguments went, to be honest. <laughs> but you said it's old. And I said, yeah, it stood the test of time. And he went, I don't. I'm, I don't like I'm it. too busy reading a contemporary novel to hear <laughs> yeah, what you're saying. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it goes <laughs> here, too. Yeah. yeah, but I'm, I'm trying <laughs> to get better with contemporary novels. I'm not so there. I'm trying. I have like 340 books on my TBR and I just keep adding. So. Oh my goodness. Well, next week we are having our last episode of season four. New moon is happening. We're doing it. I am not a massive fan of Twilight, which I've said before, but I am excited we're doing new moon because this means I'll get to make my case for Jacob. And he was in the last book so little I could This is really. your shot. So. I mean, you do this ultimately lose, but I'm glad you have this book, you know? <laughs> I shouldn't, I shouldn't have lost, though. I'm glad you have this book. It's like a condolence prize. Yeah, it is. Disgusting. Jacob's is good so up good. until he's like, yo, I want to marry your daughter. And like, she's yeah, this, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, he's really good up until I, then. Listen, like, he's, I, a gr- he's a great contender until that moment. I love Edward does a bunch a of weird shit, though. Edward does so much weird shit. I love Jacob. A lot of red flags. But There's yeah, a red flag on every page. My- yeah, with Edward. but there was no way he was gonna get, win. Foxy, which team are you? <laughs> Jacob. Oh, actually, okay. okay. Alice. No, you have to be. Alice. You have to pick between Team Edward and Jacob. I like, Everyone is Jacob. Team, I like Alice. team Alice. That Jacob's would be fun. Team. But that's not yeah. an option. Oh. So for the first Jake, time Jacob. ever, I outnumber you. This is <laughs> Team no, Jacob. I was outnumbered Woo. with the uh, with the Darkling for sure. Y'all were no, all. No, I meant I meant I meant specifically on Edward. And Jacob. Oh, but on of Edward course, and that's Jacob. because you were wrong about the Darkling, though. Mm, well, okay. So the- <laughs> are you guys gonna get mad at me if I don't know what that is? No, this is another. <laughs> oh no, it's because Shadow and Bone. Shadow thing. and Bone. <laughs> <Like the> <laughs> okay, I think yep, you'd like good. it. I think you'd like I'm Shadow scared. and Bone. Uh, I won't hate you if you don't like it, but I do think you should read it because on the off chance you like it, I think you'll really like it. I started listening to you guys talk about it, (laughs) and then I was like, maybe I want to read it, and then I was like, "Uh, maybe I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I want spoilers, but you want to read it. You want to read it. It is. Is it? I just have a hard time with uh, YA. No, it's YA fantasy, but it's like. 
<laughs> but it's a really high quality YA fantasy and it kind of dips into any more. It's Lee Bardugo's the author. I don't know if you've ever, I'm guessing you haven't read her because she's more contemporary, but she's a really, really good writer. So. Yeah, she's okay. super good. I trust you. You might like the craft is excellent. It's hard to find any problem she wrote, with the craft. Oh, I okay. Wait, the craft, the book? No, the no, craft, like her, her craft, her like her writing, writing craft. Style. I was like, she wrote the craft? <laughs> <laughs> what? No. That would be then, next um, level. Yeah, and she wrote Six of Crows, too, which I'm wearing my sweatshirt for, my Ketterdam sweatshirt. Um, so her, she's just so talented. I think you'll like it. It's hard to, it's hard to find anything, like, literary to critique about it, because it's just really well done. A goth so. queen, like Mary Shelley. Yes, uh, she was. A, she is a goth queen. It's true. I love... Do it's good for Mary, you know. I just would like to end on that note. I'm really like just good for, good Mary. for her. You know? I'm also really proud of Mary. And yeah. I'm really mad at like all of her male companions for her vacation. <laughs> I just Seriously. it's not a vacation I'd want to go on. It like now like... I'm never going to Switzerland for that reason. <laughs> the worst vacation of all time, but gave us a good book. So, you know. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So she's can amazing. We, can we end with saying happy birthday to my mom? Oh, of course. <gasps> Happy birthday, mom! Happy birthday. birthday! This is exciting. No, I love her very much. It's Aww. obviously her birthday right now, so when she listens to it, it'll just be like it'll oh, be a happy, happy belated, belated birthday. birthday. But hopefully, yeah. she's feeling a surge of love and appreciation from yes. all of us right this moment, and then Thank again you. in a few days from all of the listeners. Yes, so everyone, yes. this is send your love to Lexi. Send mama. your love to Lexi's mom right this minute. Yay, thank you guys. This is not a book she would like. Um, (laughs) And and we sent her an apology. Yes. (laughs) So I might have told you this, but I I had her read The Great Gatsby. And I think, I can't remember. I feel like she read it completely by now. But in high school, I had her read it. And she skipped to the end to see how it ended. She does this with every book. No. And she was like, actually, I can't finish reading it. It's really sad. And I was like, mommy. But it's so good. Oh, <laughs> Thank you no. for reading. So now she doesn't have to skip to the end with this one. She just knows how it ends. She's well, good. yeah, there you go. That's good. <laughs> there you go. Love you, mom. <laughs> we love you too. I actually, she reminds me so much of my mom. I love your mom. <laughs> She's so oh, sweet. I love your mom. I think my mom would be friends with Bigfoot too. <laughs> yeah, it's a very it's a very specific type of personality. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. agree. I think yeah. they're right. Yeah. I'm gonna tell my mom that. I think you should, because if she does get into Bigfoot stuff, my mom would finally have somebody to talk to you about like Sasquatch and Bigfoot. <laughs> and as so it is, cute. it's like she kind of keeps it a secret because she knows everyone's going to judge her for it. And she talks about it to me, but she can tell that like I don't really understand it like she understands it. And then she gets like kind of quiet again. And I'm like, no, mom, you can talk oh. about it. And she's like, you don't understand. I'm like, no, I, I don't. <laughs> I love cryptids. I don't know if I believe they're real, but how cool would it be? Be pretty. It's just I, like... I think yeah. some of them are real for sure. I love cryptids as well. I hope Mothman's real. Anyway, what is a Mothman? <laughs> the Mothman? Yeah. You want the Mothman yeah. to be real? I, he's yeah. He doesn't bring the doom. He just tells you it's about to happen. I want That's him to be so real too. I like creepy. him. No, yeah. I don't. I don't. <laughs> what do you think he eats? Like sweaters? That took me a really long time to understand why you said that. I was like, why are you? That's so random. You're like, why would he eat sweaters? He's, he's a moth. That's really funny. I hope he does. <laughs> Wait, that's Do you think so he has to keep all the, I know, he has to keep all the lights off in his house so he doesn't just like keep flying into the ceiling? Yes. <laughs> that's really rough. Oh my God. It's really funny. <laughs> he has to live in uh, in Forks, Washington because it's dark all the time. <laughs> 
It's really, really good. The Mothman is the new Edward Cullen. Oh, my God. Oh my or is our Mothman oh. YA romance, you know? I'm crying. That's really I good. I want it. <laughs> that was good. Uh, whoever writes that will be the next Mary Shelley. Just watch. They're <laughs> yep. going to be the, the mother of right. cryptid fiction. Mother of cryptid fiction. Okay, it's going to be one of y'all, dear listeners. We're counting on you. Oh, I hope it's me. Oh, it's going to be yeah. you, Lexi. Or Foxy. I'm it's excited. You. Please do it. I don't have... I don't have the um, emotional wherewithal, I think, to write a, a, a romantic uh, fantasy with Mothman. But. It won't be. It'll be. Listen, I can't write romance, so it's. No, you're like creepy. fiction. It'll be nonfiction. I'm just gonna go meet the Mothman and write about him. Oh, yeah, perfect. <laughs> this is a journal entry about me meeting a Mothman. Yeah, at least I think it is. He's really hairy and his eyes are red. Um, <laughs> could just be a guy, I guess. <laughs> it could just be a guy. I mean, <laughs> I hope it's not. Anyway, oh, that's funny. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Of course, so thank fun. you. Thank you so much for joining. We'll obviously have you again for more of our holiday episodes. Are there Christmas books besides a Christmas Carol? See, that's a great question. I want to say no, because I don't <gasps> think we did a Christmas book. I don't think we did a themed one. Let me see. <laughs> there, There's like an Agatha Christie Christmas <gasps> book. That sounds fun. I but I that haven't read it before. That sounds really great. Hang on. I'm, maybe we'll do that. I don't know. You guys, season <gasps> so five excited. is still, um, it's like we have our list, but it's not like set in stone or anything. I've been looking for a reason that'll make me actually read um, more of her books, because I have so many of her books on my TBR. I vote yes. I think we should do I it. I vote so, absolutely I'm yes. so excited. Okay, then you we're guys. doing it. So Fox is going to join us for that for the Agatha Christie Christmas book, uh, which I don't know what it's called, but we'll know by I then. I will so. we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a couple months away. We've got time to learn the name of the yeah. book. So no worries. Yeah, perfect. If you guys liked this episode, if you enjoy the club, if you guys want to support us, that would be great. You can go to patreon.com slash story siren studio. That's our production company. That's where you can see our beautiful faces in this video recording and all of our video episodes. You can also get bonus episodes, exclusive merch. Uh, if you don't want to do Patreon, no worries. You can also go to story siren studio.com and check out our merch. We have our always falling for the villain merch right now, plus some other really cute merch that we've got up at the moment. And then um, we will have our Christmas merch up again by the time that Foxy returns to us. So go check it out if you like the holidays and you like books um, and or if you don't like the holidays and you like books, there's plenty of stuff there for you. <laughs> uh, you guys can also follow us during the week on social media. We're on Instagram and TikTok, obviously. We are that pretentious book club. Um, Instagram. I've been like killing it with memes lately, so I'm gonna do my best. You guys have no fear, but hopefully we'll have a TikTok this week for you guys about Frankenstein. I'm gonna do it. I swear, I'm gonna do it. Be great. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be amazing. If you liked us, leave a review and a rating below. That would be great. We love seeing those from you guys. Reach out if you guys have book recs or just want to chat about what you're reading. Uh, and until next week, keep your teacups full, your pinkies high, and, and your, your book, book club frigid. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> they get so nervous with prompted things.